When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Robert Akiva need a podcast and they need your help. Can you make it onto the wheel? Robert Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, they'll find themselves. Your ideas, they'll talk about it till you've got it, you'll feel every Yeah, that's right. Robin Akiva need a podcast episode number 157, Five Nights at Fally's, where we're going to be checking in on an entire week of The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And now here's the guy who has not quite five, but four and a half podcasts. Here he is. It's Uncle Kiva, Akiva Whitaker. What's going on, Rob? How are you? I'm great. You know, we did a lot of, uh, I'll be honest, like yeah. we've watched some, some like funky stuff for this show. Yes. But like tonight, my family was doing a bonfire, uh, like Hanukkah night. And they were like roasting marshmallows and all these things. And I was like inside the house, ignoring them watching like Wednesday's <laughs> episode of the tonight. Mm-hmm. And I will be honest, like if I had been watching, uh, like any other show in the world, yeah. Any adult entertainment or anything. Wow. I would have been less careful with like, I just felt like, I, you know, I had like my headphones in, my TV like facing me. I don't want to. Ha- it's a long conversation you have to have with someone like, and I don't think they ask. I think it's just they write you off as a person. Like, why are you watching late night shows from four days ago? You know, <laughs> you got to catch up on the weekend Fallon. I know. So like I, I did. I didn't even want to have the conversation. Yeah. Um. I, you know, so I, I was very careful with my with my watching today. Okay. All right. Well, this is five nights at Fally's. Uh, and then we're going to have for the mailbag, we're going to mm-hmm. get Scally. So five, five nights, nights at Fally's, Fally's and then Scally. plus Scally. Mm-hmm. Scally in the mailbag coming up here on Robin Community Podcast episode number 157. Excited for this one. I have a lot to say about the, the week in Fally. Boy, I feel so caught up. It right? is true. I feel like I know what's in. I, like I learned a lot of stuff from about the news yeah. from watching this show. Yeah, like topical jokes and stuff. I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. So, all right, we'll we'll, we'll talk about all of that. I've got like uh, you know notes and notes on the week in Fallon, but we will uh, get into that. Of course, uh, last week we were scheduled to do Five Nights at Fallies originally, but I moved. A lot of stuff was going on. We posted a bonus episode, an encore of the Rehaptular. Now, I, I suspect probably some of our listeners saw it was an encore and probably probably didn't even turn it on. 
Yeah, I think people. Some people didn't turn it on, but we should add. We did an hour of new new stuff. <laughs> There's canonical stuff in there. Something was put on the wheel, so go back if you didn't hear it. You don't have to listen mm-hmm. to the second part. You go can, back. Yeah, yeah, and, and like go back and hear. I think it's even more. Right? Wasn't it like an hour fifteen or something? Uh, I think about an hour. Okay, and go back. We have, I think, a very fun conversation, but also put stuff on the wheel, make yeah. some decisions. Like, yeah, it's a it's a very canonical episode. So go go listen, pause that, listen, and then come back here. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to set up before we talk uh, about the week in Fallon? Um, not really. Uh, yeah, it does feel like a while since we've recorded a full one of these. Uh, and then some weeks, I, I, I'll i say this, like yeah. leading into Fallon. Some weeks, it's like, oh, I can't believe I have to watch this. But this was whether I love the show or not, we'll get into. But like, this was not other than my my sort of pseudo embarrassment. This was not like heavy lifting to watch, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just I had it on. I had a legal pad and I was, uh, you know, had a page for each day here in my notes of uh, Fallon. You write notes? You don't type them? You know what? So this time around that uh, normally if I'm in front of the computer, I will I will type notes. But here I just uh, said, let me just put this on. And I was doing things. I just uh, had a legal pad for when I have a thought. How about that? (sighs) Yeah, no, that's wild. I I never thought I I, I wrote notes for like the first 10 episodes of Seinfeld. And I was like, oh, yeah, computers exist. And I never did it again. You know what? I feel like that writing notes versus uh, typing notes. I feel like that when I type notes, like uh, I'm I'm, when I'm typing, I'm more like a stenographer where it's like if we were going to like do like a recap, like I'd have to type. So I could then tell you back like what happened in the show. But I feel like that if I'm writing notes, I'm more likely to say what what's on my legal pad than necessarily what I typed. Oh, that's fair. So uh, when I'm writing notes, it's more like, hey, remember, remember to say this as opposed to when I'm typing. It's more like a, like a readout of what I watched. And then I have to remember yeah, when what we I do like uh, TV, like a Seinfeld thing. We went, you know, beat by beat through the whole episode mm-hmm. in order also. Yeah. So we're just going to go top level of, you know, each day of the week. And no, I, we're doing we're doing every second of all five episodes. OK. Um, I, I'd also <laughs> I, like to I have detailed notes of the of the musical guest. Yeah. And we'll talk about, about it. We'll talk about it all. I'd also like to rank the five nights of Fallon from uh, this that. week. But I, I think this is a fun format. I feel like that the closest thing we, we've ever done to actually probably to two things was that we did uh, Rob Nakiva enjoy the view. I think believe that yep. was uh, MJC's pitch, uh, which mm-hmm. uh, went on the wheel. We watched five days of the view back in the summer of 2020. Uh, famously, we got to see uh, Michael Bloomberg uh, come in at the uh, peak of his presidential run to sit down with mm-hmm. the uh, voices of the view. And then I, I guess probably the other thing that it's the closest to was when we watched uh, a week of uh, Y&R with Jenny Autumn. That's right. Yeah. So we have done a week of something. And I think it's a good format. I think we, there's plenty of things that, you know, it's very replicable. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of things to, you know, if people like this one, then maybe this is like uh, something else of like, okay, what's another show that's on, uh, you know, five days of the week. We come in, we watch all five episodes and tell you what's going on on this show. I like to check out what the views up to again. Also. Hey, look, maybe we can that. Go back. I'm curious. Go back. Um, but yeah, it's good. Good way to uh, jump into uh, different shows. All right. Five nights at Fally's Monday mm-hmm. night. Yeah. Let's let, let's uh, kick things off. Anything top level you want to say about Fallon? You have any uh, history with Fallon? I don't have a lot of history with Fallon. I don't remember much about the show when it was on at 1235. Yeah. It's been on 1130 for like eight or nine years, I think, off the top of my head. 
Yeah, I I mean, I couldn't even tell you what year did. So when I, I guess that Jimmy Fallon took over for Conan, uh, what was that? Two two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Is that? I mean, I'm just saying off the top of my head. But who I'll, was I'll the Tonight Show then? Then so that was Conan took over for Jay Leno. That was the whole thing. That so that Conan moved to L.A. and then Jimmy Fallon got the twelve thirty spot, and then uh, Jay Leno was out. And then NBC did the whole thing where then they brought Jay Leno back. Right. Oh, so Le- so he was after Leno for a couple of years after that, you're saying? Well, that the, so they, they did. It was, uh, what was it? It was Leno and then Conan and then... Um, Leno and they, again. And, and then Con- did Conan just walk off? What, ha- what happened there? there? And, then, and then... Okay. No, he got fired. So yeah, so Leno's from May 92 to May 2009. And then Conan gets it for a, uh, less than a year. Yeah. About nine months. And then Leno comes back 2010 to 2014. And Fallon's after him. And then when, Fall- and then when he's done, and I, I think he got forced out, if I'm not mistaken, right? When uh, he's done. Fa- who? Leno? Leno, the second time. Yeah. When did, when did Leno end the second time? 14. And then, 14. And then so Fallon comes in 20, February 2014. So it was almost at eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So eight years of Fallon here at the 1130 time slot and um i I thought that fallon was hot at one point like i feel like that Mm -hmm. there was like at least like in the media there was like a celebration of fallon that he was doing like uh, a lot of bits and games and i think the people really liked jimmy fallon and then i kind of feel like that uh, and i would say like around like uh like the world got a lot more serious uh after 2016 and i feel like that uh, like happy, jokey light was not necessarily uh, what people were looking for from their late night TV host. Right. Uh, and he's probably the least outwardly political. I don't know his real politics at all, but like he's probably the least outwardly political of, the, mm-hmm. you know, the four, you know, Kimmel Corbett, uh, Corden, all those people. Yeah. And, and right. So it was a tricky time because like, I mean, I wasn't watching, but yeah. He was probably doing light Trump stuff, but like every, the other people were doing political stuff. I mean, famously, like people of, got, like, were mad that he was like uh, rubbing Trump's head. Remember? Yeah, but that was at the time when like SNL also had Trump on and stuff. I mm-hmm. do remember that. But you know what I mean? So yeah. it was like, yeah. th- but I think I think he got over that. Mm-hmm. It was just like it's it was tricky to do any late night show. I do think in general and still and we'll talk about it, but like they're still in a weird spot because growing in that in the heyday of the late night shows they talk politics when there was like you know the bill clinton scandal and you know george bush said something um you know a malapropism or something but they didn't talk politics every night like you mm-hmm. could go weeks probably without you know obama being mentioned on one of these shows i bet mm-hmm. yeah and now i feel like they feel the need to like hey what's in the serious news you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah all right well Let's talk about a Cyber Monday. Monday night was uh, the first uh, new Fallon, five new nights of Fallon this week. Akiva, did you get any Cyber Monday deals this weekend? I didn't. I didn't see any. I I was look. I looked very briefly on Black Friday. Didn't see anything. My rule is like, were you going to buy this? And beforehand, if so, God bless. But if not, like, don't buy something just to buy something because then you're actually wasting money. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I spent a lot of time uh, this week, like looking at emails of like, oh wait, hold on, does this does this is, is anything that I need on sale? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have like a like a mental list of like three things I need, and like <laughs> I'll, I check those up. Yeah, that's it. 
But then other than that, I'm not going out of my way to buy more stuff. Okay. Uh, we watched five Fallon monologues uh, this week. Um, a- a- any Anything like uh, stand out to you from the Fallon monologue uh, from Monday? Um, I, I, I think as a general rule for him, he is not he's not like a former stand-up comedian and i don't know like we could go you know you know guy by guy through most of them in this era because leno and letterman both wore and i think most of them like i don't think kimmel really ever did stand up on a stage i'm sure james corden didn't i don't think colbert necessarily did like Mm -hmm. but i do think that's probably his least natural Alan in as a stand-up and i think he's aware of it i don't think he's pretending to be like the world's greatest stand-up comedian but they have him do like a long monologue. I don't know if they film 10 minutes and some minutes they keep four and some minutes they keep nine. But like they really have him there and it's like not the place he shines, you know? Yeah, the monologue is uh, not so great. Uh, I feel like that he sort of like steps on the punchlines uh, sometimes. Uh, so didn't really love the Fallon monologues uh, this week. I will say uh, Jimmy, fortunately... Did uh, the Omicron variant did provide Jimmy Fallon a lot of material this week for monologues? I I really think if I was a, if I was uh, one of these late night hosts, I don't know if you could do it every week, but I would say like, all right, this month we're not mentioning the word coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a good play, and like say on Twitter and Instagram, and like, hey, this month we're Corona free on, uh, you know, on Channel Three or whatever. It's like we're I, I because. Yeah, he does these jokes, and I understand that's probably the main or second main topic in the news a lot of days. But it's like I don't need to hear any of these jokes, and I'm sure I'm sure right. they're all doing it. I'm right. sure they're all doing it. I'm sure Kimmel's doing four minutes on it too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wh- why? I like they, we're coming here to not think about right. this at eleven thirty at night, right? Like uh, I don't even want to hear the most hilarious uh, Omicron variant take that you have, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and he also has a thing where like. He does an Omicron joke, and then there's like a very similar Omicron joke during another segment. It's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. we should have cut one of these, yeah. probably. You know, uh, we're sort of uh, jumping into Monday night. We haven't really talked about the other cast of characters on uh, the Jimmy Fallon show. So, uh, Fallon, of course, has uh, the Roots band. Of course, uh, I think everybody uh, still knows that. They're still there. Roots have not uprooted and left uh, Jimmy Fallon. But what I did forget about is the. It has probably been like six or seven years since I've seen an episode of uh, Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Fallon has uh, the uh, Wikipedia calls him the uh, star's uh, sidekick and announcer, Steve Higgins. Higgins, the Higman, yeah. <laughs> the Higman. Where do we know him from before this? Nothing. Do we know him from anywhere? Nothing. But he's been there since day one. Since day one. I mean, where else would he go? Day Steve, one of, uh, but not Steve even of this. Higgins have a lot of other opportunities? I, I could not believe that Fallon uh, stood by Higgins all this time. Is he like the head writer on the show? What I mean, what is it like you would I think? think. He, I, I think he was like one of the main guys on SNL, maybe. I don't know if he's a writer also on Fallon, yeah. but has he been there since the 1230 days? So, yeah, he's been there. Um, yes. that he has uh, been the announcer and I don't know. Maybe like some people say that, uh, you know, Higgins is like the the greatest guy ever and hilarious. But I don't think Higgins brings a lot to the show. Well, I don't think he's on that much. Mm -hmm. He he does. Like, I guess he's the extra body when they need a host. He's been there for over 12 years. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the the Higman is there. He was the co-head writer of SNL from 95 to 97. 
Mm-hmm. It's a good era. I, I, I do think the roots, like you forget how good they are. Like the, the intro to the show is excellent. Like the theme song opening is really, really good every night. It does get you pumped up. Yeah. They're like way overqualified to be playing a late night show. It's such a get that he has the roots, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're very good. It's, it is, it is like a really good way to start the show. They're excellent. By the way, Akiva, that I know this is only five nights at Fally's, but uh, I, for extra credit, I also mm-hmm. watched, uh, the new Jimmy Fallon NBC game show. That's my jam. Oh man. And <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's basically, uh, all of the, uh, bits and segments from, uh, the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, again, Jimmy Fallon is going to do, a lot of bits. He's going to do a lot of things where it's uh, like, oh, okay, let's push the random button and then it's going to make a song in a different genre or it's going to combine two things together. Let's push this random button uh, right now. And that, I mean, that basically is the essence of every single Fallon bit of let's go to some slot machine and pull the lever and then some random thing is going to happen that is definitely not prepared material that is rehearsed and we're going to act like it's random. And then here we go. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, Fallon does have one thing that's, you know, an advantage over most or all of the other late night hosts ever. Which is like he's willing to perform, like he's willing to sing a lot on the show, and so it is a mm-hmm. very like music centric show, right? They you it's know he'll have big sick, yeah. Well, yeah, he'll have big singers come on, and then right, like you said, they'll do, uh, hey, like random song, random genre. Which, by the way, they are not spinning a wheel. It is it is probably not random. Like oh, it's big- I mean that that uh, <laughs> it's one hundred percent definitely not random. I mean uh, in yes. that that's my jam. Uh, that mm-hmm. they have uh, that uh, Ariana Grande and Kelly Clarkson are they do like a pop diva like karaoke like random generator of like there's no there's no way any of this is improvised and and to me it's like a little bit of like uh of a hack of like it's almost like a cheap laugh that they go for sometimes that it's like uh oh it's it's uh random like oh this is just off the cuff like it's not random it's not random, uh, but I do think it's a strength. And like, obviously, they realize that and they play to it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. There is a, there is a game, not just a segment. Yeah. Because like, think about what. Um, and we, if you want, we could also draft like the best late night shows in history. But mm-hmm. Someone suggested that there is like, if you think of like More my favorite idea, but go ahead. I mean, it's for like one minute here. I bet mm-hmm. like uh, at the end. Um, but I, I think that. My favorite all time segments are like what Conan would do. Conan would do after he'd get to the desk, which is he'd do in the year 2000 or uh, like he, he uh, Conan O'Brien hates my homeland or like dozens of different segments where they just do like pretty high level comedy stuff at the table. Um, they'd have like the talking voice thingy. Yeah. Um, and the master being there, like different things would come out. And so like that's really like should be the best part of every show. So for the tonight show for many years, it was jaywalking uh, on Monday night, right? And I think Tuesday night was uh, was headlines, or maybe I'm mixing up the order. But like Jay Leno had those also, which were also very geared towards middle America. This is the Tonight Show. This is like, you know, they, like people are watching it from all over the country. And I think this show also, if I'm not mistaken, like this show feels very geared to all people. The jokes mm-hmm. are very broad. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you could even tell like... like uh, 
you know, he when he's like talking to the audience, it's like you could sort of feel like, all right, this is like a little Times Squareish audience, you know, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. a, and it's a big studio. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I think that second thing. So really, they realized early on, like, oh, we're gonna do musical segments, and they also do a thing which a lot of other shows had did not do, which is like we're gonna bring out the second guest first for a bit, and then they'll come back. There's a lot of people showing up during the whole show, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't necessarily like. Some of the other shows are more structured. It's like person A, person B, and then a musician or sometimes a comedian. Here mm-hmm. it's like the second guest, then the first guest, then another thing with the first guest, and the second guest, and then maybe a third person. Okay. All right. So back to uh, Monday night. Jimmy, uh, his bit after the monologue is called uh, Fact versus Fiction on the Omicron variant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy is going to basically uh, get you straightened out, get your news from Jimmy Fallon on the Omicron variant. Mm-hmm. Do you know any of the facts versus the fictions? <laughs> I don't know. It seemed, a, it seemed a, a little, uh, a little basic on uh, fact versus fiction Omicron variant. Mm-hmm. It's possible they had something else planned. It's like, all right, we need to, we need to put this together in five minutes. Yeah, they threw it together. Okay, and then we do another bit uh, with uh, Fallon here, where uh, that there was uh, the, um, uh, the woman who is the musical guest. Uh, what was her name? Alicia Cara. Alicia Cara. Are you familiar with her work? I am. I am. Yeah, I like, I like some of her stuff. Yeah. Um. She. Yeah. She's very good. She's Canadian. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. She's well, a she's a white Canadian lady. I know she doesn't look. <laughs> Does she listen to this podcast? Uh, hopefully not. She'll That's our like, key demo. White Canadian lady. That is true. That's a good point. Yeah. And so that she came out and they did some other like signature Fallon <laughs> bit of like, all right, we're gonna do a random generator and then uh, like push the button and then randomly uh, it's gonna be a song and, and like it's like oh and, like the roots and, like it, it's random but like how does the roots already know like what the <laughs> what the play like it's just like that does the roots are very random. talented that's why the roots are there the roots <laughs> are there because they're there they're improvising the thing uh, they could play any song yeah on on command and, and i think that i'm getting confused between that's my jam and this, and this but I, I think that this was also that uh jean it was random genre it was like i play a song and then another thing said what genre it was going to be and then mash, mm-hmm. uh, mash them together there's a couple similar segments but yeah that's 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 what this is right for the random generator nobody ever slips up or uh like it's like it's it's, it's very imagine if we like so every week like we like really like we planned out what was going to be on the wheel but then we acted like it was random we should do that. Honestly. We should do that. Okay. Maybe if we get Steve Higgins as our producer, we can go yeah. ahead and uh, start to work that out. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, God! no, you're right. They- <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. Five Nights of Valleys. Oh, they never. It's true. They never miss. I don't know if they take a second take sometimes, but like, no, they're pretty good. Yeah, the guests the are very good. It's almost like they had rehearsal. Stupefied every time. Like, oh my God, mm-hmm. everybody can't believe it. What? That uh, off the cuff? What? It's almost like they've been rehearsing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, also, uh, Jimmy acknowledges night two of Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Akiva, our, our first guest yeah. this week, uh, Michael Strahan, uh, just inducted into the uh, New York Giants. What are they called? The Ring of Honor Hall of Fame? Yeah, the Ring of Honor. He's got his jersey retired. His number 92 retired. Yeah. Now, Michael Strahan, uh, an ABC staple, uh, crosses mm-hmm. networks to uh, sit down with Fallon. So listen, I, I think back in the day it was like verboten, but now you could do whatever you want. You do whatever you care. want. They're yeah. all just trying to stay on the air, you know? 
Michael Strahan has a, a lot going on. Uh, he's got a million yes. jobs over at ABC. Uh, just got inducted into the uh, New York Giants uh, Hall of Fame uh, this past mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, I did not know this. Michael Strahan has a line of clothing at the men's warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> All right. Would you wear a Michael Strahan suit? Of course. Of course, I need a suit for my sister's wedding. I, I put on a straight hand <laughs> suit. Are they big and tall? Is that his line? That's me... my fear. My fear is I'm not big enough. Mike, for tall uh, enough let me look this up. So the Michael Strahan collection over at the uh, men's warehouse. Hashtag raise your game. Uh, let's ch- ch- mm-hmm. take a look. See how many people are. Uh, but yeah, I'm not sure necessarily if the Michael Strahan uh, line is only mm-hmm. uh, big and tall. I don't think so. I mean, you're really limiting your demo. Like maybe you have a, a big and tall collection, yeah. but okay. So I'm you know, there's the, only so many people uh, who are big and tall. By Michael Strahan, gla- uh, gray classic mm-hmm. fit suit. Uh, let's see. Uh, it uh, starts at uh, 46 short. Uh, start, okay. Starts at 40 short. Okay, so that's not. I mean, that's not big and tall. No. So 40 regular. Should we buy Michael Strand suits and next week we'll do the podcast of Michael Strand mm-hmm. suits? He's got yeah. jeans. You want to wear My, Michael Strand Michael jeans? Michael Strand jeans. Now, mm-hmm. see, and, uh, uh, big blue jeans. Is that what? Uh, but like, uh, I think so, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, well, I got to be honest. Uh, like, mm-hmm. uh, I know we have a lot of New York Giants fans that listen to the show, but you know, I'm that's not me. I think I feel You're not a Giants fan. I mean, I, I'd wear Michael Strahan. Uh, so you'd yeah. want like Sean Ellis or John Abraham collection and then you'd be there. I don't know. Is there a, Quinn, the Quinn and Williams collection? Would you wear that? I don't know. Maybe uh, could Keyshawn Johnson uh, design something? Mm hmm. I don't know. There's not, I bet a, he has. not a lot of great jets that can uh, go ahead and buy. I, I mean, he's got a good look. Yeah, Keyshawn, I bet he could he could have a collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the uh, Michael Strahan uh, line at the men's warehouse. Uh, uh, I wanted to yes, look up the hashtag. I wanted to look up the is, is anybody using Michael Strahan's hashtag? Uh, what is it again? Uh, it's a hashtag raise your game. Now, someone may be using that, but in, that in might not be. To, like, <laughs> like, just got on my Michael Strahan uh, vest uh, for today. Hashtag raise your game. Uh, so most recently, it looks like that the official JCPenney Twitter account uh, was using it. Uh, that's the mm-hmm. top tweet, not most recent. He used it. My, I see uh, Michael Strahan Thursday night matchup will take place in the Superdome. Turn it to Fox at 820. Yeah. Uh, Boy, first Mike, of all, like he's per- he's on he's yeah. even NFL on Fox. He's uh, hosting mm-hmm. on ABC. That he's on with Fallon on NBC. Uh, CBS only one left out of the Michael Strahan part. It is true. He's really yeah. They have no they have no skin in the Strahan game. That's a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The only gap yeah, this- in uh, Michael Strahan land is on CBS. I thought he had gotten it fixed. No, that Maybe was an April did, Fool's joke. Like- I think. Oh, oh, was it? I, I thought for so. some reason I thought. It- I, yeah, I had thoughts about it. I guess he they got you, Bazinga. Um, so the thing about Michael, first of all, like By Jimmy way, Fallon, happy birthday famous. to uh, Michael Strahan uh, had a November birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like Fallon, famously not really a big sports fan, is mm-hmm. probably most the thing he's most uh, associated with sports wise. Do you know what that is? Uh, that he was in the movie with uh, uh, what is it called the, the 2004 Red Sox movie? But he's mm-hmm. really a Yankee yeah. So fan. they ran on the field, like literally ran on the field. The second the Red Sox win the first World Series, um, Drew Barrymore. Since, yeah, he they run on the field uh, together to film the end of Fever Pitch. 
Fever pitch. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So that's I really can't what believe he's that's just won the World Series. Like, no, he was at that game. Like, yeah. that is pretty cool. Like, but, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's a huge sports fan, but he was like, uh, you know, he was excited about the Eagles winning and trash talking the Roots, who are Eagles fan, you know, <laughs> him and him and Strahan. Yeah. But, um, Akiva, the Giants presented Michael Strahan with a bust of Michael Strahan, but uh, Michael Strahan was was not impressed. He said the bust was busted. Yeah, I think it is. It's a very common thing. Cristiano Ronaldo, the soccer player, had like a famously like yeah. memed horrible bust. It's like it's impossible to make those busts good. Yeah. Um, should Imagine we- being the bust owner, though. Like you're yeah. like, hey, I'm, I'm a Strahan guy. I made the bust and I'm watching TV. And he's like, I will pay you to make a better one. I will pose for you. And you're like, oh, no, I suck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, shouldn't they be able to like, uh, like cast his head in plaster and work from that? Yeah. It seems like not a lot of effort was made into making the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was like the, the bus maker forgot. He's like, oh, shoot, that's doing five o'clock. And he just like threw it together. Uh, and uh, the only bus that uh, the New York Jets know about are uh, the ones in the draft. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> but Akiva, should we mm-hmm. think about commissioning busts for the all-time uh, Renap guests? Like, how many appearances uh, would we have to like? Uh, maybe like I could have like uh, in the new studio behind me, like uh, busts of the great Renap uh, guests. Here's the thing. 25 I'm hours? To, yeah. I think I was going to say 20, but I also like, I want to double check and see how much bus cost, you know? Because mm-hmm. then at some point we might have to be like, all right, Kirsten, Liana, you're at 19. You can never come on again. I can't afford to have you the 20th time. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah. If we like find a good bus maker out there and we'll make, we can make bus. If we have one that listens to us and we mm-hmm. have if air you're a bus maker. makers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We probably have one. So, uh, did not know this. Uh, Michael Strahan is headed to outer space. Yeah, it seemed like that was like the main thing he's plugging here. He's, he's like, plugging I just that he's want... going to space. I'm plugging that I'm going to space. I'm very good friends with Jeff Bezos' brother, Brian or Mark or whoever, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And also, like, that's the, the main reason I'm going is because I have an audience uh, every day and I can talk to them about things I saw in space. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to hear. Like, good morning, America. I want you to the next five years, like, tell me how space was. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, Jim, when I was in space. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Would so- you go to space? Is there a price that you could like? You could not pay me to go to space, obviously. Yeah. I mean, um, look, uh, I, 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 I would not want to go to space. I would not go willingly. Yeah. You know, like, there are times here. It's like there's a lot of kids shouting or whatever. I'm like, ooh, just shoot me into space. So I guess then I would go to space. <laughs> Yeah, but like they also bring you back, which is an I don't know. So, yeah, Michael Strahan, he's got a lot of jobs and now he's going to space. Where how does he fit it all in? Right. He must have like some really good assistants and people like it is wild. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Does he have a family? He might have a family also. I I don't know his deal. I think he famously was divorced. Mm hmm. But still, like it's a lot. He's got. He's got Sunday. We he, like he's not going to space on Sunday because that's a football Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then Monday to Friday, he's on Good Morning America. I assume he's going to space on Saturday, so he could be back on Sunday for the football show. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, all right. So there you go. Uh, and then uh, we went back to on uh, Monday night. Uh, our musical guest uh, sang another song. Uh, yeah, the musical guests—they're fine, but uh, but I almost think that shows could do something. You can't have a stand up every night. I think stand up mm-hmm. is yeah. 
automatically better than musical guest, but you can't have one. I do wonder, like, what would you do with that spot? Because I think unless you have like a big act that people want to see, like, I understand it's like one direction's back together. Like, okay, that's a great spot for, you know, to have somebody, uh, you know, let me give some credit here to uh, what was the the musical guest for Monday night. This was what, what was her name? Pistol Annie's. Oh, uh, I mean, so actually, no. So there was. Uh, didn't they go back to the 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 woman who was uh, came out for the random uh, uh, genre generator? She had a segment. Oh, right? she, she had an interview. Did she sing also. She, no, she, she had an interview, but I don't think sing. she said. I think that um, she uh, she was plugging that she's going to sing Jingle Bell Rock on something. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. and she has like uh, she's going to be on some show that is going to be on what Netflix, where they mourn the year that went by. Yeah, it sounded very strange. <laughs> it just sounded like, uh, in, like we do this every year. Yeah, and we dark, say goodbye to the year. In a dark year, like kiss. this one. Yeah, well, so mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Um, it would have been and, and then, yeah, and then we had a country music act. Mm-hmm. Pistol Annie. Pistol Annie's. Okay. Akita, have them. you listened to their new album yet? No, I have not. not I didn't yet. check out. Uh, I didn't check out most of, honestly. The. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess there was three musical guests. There's I, and. Um, no, well, I, I didn't check out any of them. Credit to Pistol Annie's, who I do believe performed at the Fallon stage. Oh, we should talk about this. Yes, yes. Uh, it's it is like optional attendance, whether you want to be there yeah. for the show. Well, if you're like the main guest, you can be on Zoom. Still. So a little disappointing. Monday night, like this is what sort of like took me by surprise because on Monday night, I believe that we were three for three. I, I believe all of the guests were in the studio with Jimmy, but that <laughs> was not representative of the rest of the week. No, I mean we had the main guest. Uh, um, Seth Rogen, main guest Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Zoom. Yeah. Blake Shelton, main guest Thursday night and musical guest. Yes. Zoom. Zoom. Oh, how about this? Maya Rudolph w- was mm-hmm. on Zoom. Yeah. Main guest Tuesday night. You, you hear like, she just oh, plays a game. T- tomorrow night, Maya, Maya Rudolph is going to be here. Uh, it's like, okay. It's, it's, don't tell me that they're going to be here when they're uh-huh. on Zoom. Yeah. Okay, true. Jimmy? Mm-hmm. And I'll say this. Yeah. I totally get why some people can't or don't want to be there. Sure. I think it's a bad precedent. I think at a certain point, maybe like the end of 2021, Jimmy, yeah. you announce, unless you are like an A++++ list celebrity, like Kim Kardashian wants to come on and like uh, announce that yeah. she's going to marry uh, Pete Davidson. Uh, okay, that's Obama, on Zoom. It's going to be here on Zoom. No. Well, at this point, I mean, if he's president, fine. If he's not president, <laughs> he's coming in no, person. He's not even on your list. No, 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 no absolutely not. And, and no, I, I think you need to yeah. like any of these people, like be a person or get the okay. list people because well, it's I, not as fun. I, I'm I'm with you. And, and or how about this? You could be on Zoom, but you're not the first guest. You're the second guest now. You're on Zoom. I, I think that it's there, you, there's very little fun you could have on Zoom. There's probably a slight delay. I'm sure they fix it in post, but like yeah. it's and, not the, it's not the same. And, and Maya Rudolph. Horrible audio. Also, I mean, my mm-hmm. Rudolph Bad audio. Was, yeah. is going to be half the show on Tuesday. At least Seth Rogen yeah. had a professional microphone. Uh, short SM seven B very, very professional microphone. Uh, <laughs> Maya Rudolph is yeah. like on like a uh, terrible audio. Like what's, what's going on, Jimmy? Yeah, it was a mess. I mean, send these people a microphone. I mean, no. yeah, I, I think if podcasts can do it, I think the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Right, right. So um, I have a game that I want to play when we look ahead to next week on Fallon. Ah, that is a good game. Next week on I Fallon. I already like it. Okay, yeah. l- 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 I want to go through the, the list. You want to do it now? 
No, let's well, let's get through this week, and then at the end we'll okay, talk about fine. next week on Fallon. Okay, and, and, and then I want to do okay. Let's have we'll, we'll go back and forth. We'll pick uh, in studio or on Zoom mm-hmm. for every guest next week on Fallon. But then somebody has to watch it and tell us. Yeah, yeah, we're not, we we did I mean, we watched this one, so you don't have to. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tuesday night mm-hmm. on Fallon. Okay, pretty good lineup. Okay, on paper. Maya Rudolph is going to be anytime you get the SNL alumni, it's going to be good. It's going to be big on Fallon. It's a it's a homecoming. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Maya yep. Rudolph. Then uh, cousin Greg from Succession is going to be here. Uh, yeah, really the highlight of the night. Cousin uh, Greg, that's uh, the one people. Nicholas Braun, I believe is his mm-hmm. name. And then that's from right. West Side Story, Rita Moreno is going to be here. So three guests. Three guests, no musical act, uh, no stand. I mean, this is a little bit of an outlier, an anomaly. Yeah, it's a we- it's a it's a little bit of a weird structure show. But I also I was looking at the schedule when we talked about it last week, and Rudolph wasn't there, so I do wonder if they moved some things around. Okay, well they have a stand up. They've right, they have a stand up comedian, but they still probably my Rudolph was not on the original schedule. All right, so Akiva, we get our monologue. Any uh, nuggets from Tuesday's monologue? Not really. I do think they got shorter as the week got went on, which was like, uh, you know, probably better. Mm-hmm. Like he gets to the desk faster. Yeah. You have uh, anything you like? N- no, not really. I want to get into then. Uh, so then we're going to play a game with Maya Rudolph. So okay, gonna, Maya, Maya Rudolph play? is going to be the first guest, but, but then also Maya, Maya Rudolph is going to be uh, on Zoom and we're going to play mm-hmm. a game with Maya Rudolph. And the game... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we the, do play games with guests on Zoom, so we shouldn't be the first people to talk. Right, right, but we're also uh, like a, a podcast, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, a mediumly popular podcast. <laughs> yeah, and so all right, so they bring on this game, and, and uh, I did not care for this game. Uh, as somebody who you know uh, can be critical of our own game premises at times, the game was mm-hmm. that they, they are going to poorly describe songs. And then you have to guess what the others are. But there was no game here because the clue like was written and then it was on the clue was on the screen, but also the, the answer was on the screen. So like the actual skill I feel like was was questionable. It was a, it was a very hard to follow, uh no stakes. It, yeah, maybe this was like if they do this a lot, I'm surprised. This was one of them like, all right, we tried it, not happening again. It was, it was very hard to follow, and, and it's one thing like we could laugh if like Okay, like uh, that, uh, you know. Uh, Can you give an example? Because I think it's hard for people to even know what we're talking yes, about. Yes, yes. Oh, can I give an example? I thought you were yes. going to give an example. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. So it was like, 
instead of uptown funk, it would be like, up, you know, above 58th Street. Interesting. Or like, you know, it was like just complete nonsense. Right. But it would be one thing like there would be more fun to be had if like Jimmy Fallon and my Rudolph were like making or having to make up the 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 the. the like clues like on the spot and maybe they come up with something silly or wacky. It's like, how could you come up with that? Uh, but the clues were on the screen and the answers were on the screen. Yeah, no, I, I totally didn't get that game at all. Yeah. Um, so hard to follow game, bad audio for Maya Rudolph. Uh, didn't know Maya Rudolph had like a little bit of a puffy shirt. Ooh, a puffy shirt. Did you catch that? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't notice it. Puffed up. Yeah. For Maya Rudolph. Are you a big Maya like a Rudolph pirate? fan? Yeah, like a pirate. I'm not. I mean, I'm. A, I, you know, I like her as much as the next person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, people love Maya Rudolph. Yeah, I don't know where she's been. I mean, she's always. I mean, she's always like uh, guesting on things. She never really has her own thing. She's always like uh, guesting on things, and she's just well, like, I think "Oh, Maya she, Rudolph." Isn't she married to Paul Thomas Anderson? Is Maya Rudolph married to Paul Thomas Anderson, director of Licorice Pizza? Really, the worst um, movie name ever. Yeah, you know, you know about Licorice Pizza. No, I know about Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, so, like his new a, movie is called Licorice Pizza. Yes, um, is that so, a bad name? So she has uh, been in a relationship with. Uh, uh, yeah, PT they're not Anderson. married, but they're she have, like, refers to as her husband, although they are not legally married. But is that, is that common law? Yeah, it's a pretty common law. Yeah, okay, how does that work? Is that they have to live <laughs> together? Yeah, I mean, they have a sixteen-year-old. I think at this point, you know, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a kid older than my than my daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, Maya Rudolph, uh, she's going to be in something else. Uh, this doesn't sound like the most exciting project of your resume. Uh, she's going to be on Peacock doing like their version of like the Great British Bake Off with Andy Samberg. Mm-hmm. I mean, this sounds like something that comes out of like the Fallon like a uh, random project generator. You ever oh, use okay, Peacock, um, by the way? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not really. I'm trying to, I think I've been I using Peacock for sports. Very good. I'm yeah. impressed with Peacock. Uh, I'm trying to, I think I have to watch something. Uh, oh, we have to watch some Fast and Furious movies on Peacock. That's what, that's what I was logging ah, into right. Peacock for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Maya Rudolph and Andy Samberg are in some sort of a... Uh, they're in some show called Baking It, which uh, I had thought, like, if you ask me, like, there are, like, four different shows on Netflix called Baking It. No. Uh, that is... Uh, we've used every other pun of baking for baking competitions. Uh, so they're stealing it from Nailed It, basically? Yeah. Yeah. So Baking It with uh, Maya Rudolph and Andy Samberg. How does Andy Samberg get into this? I don't know, but he's like, uh, I'd like to see him on a baking show. He's got the right, at, you know, attitude for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, trying to get cupcakes in that one uh, Lazy Sunday song. That's true. That's the first one he was at for. Mm-hmm. Was he getting cupcakes or is it, it was Parnell getting cupcakes? I mean, they both he's were, getting right? Cupcakes. Well, he's getting cupcakes and then he calls Parnell, I think, to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there you go. So this, she's going to be on uh, Baking It. Um she talked about uh, how it was so great uh, that Jimmy Fallon got to meet her kids. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah. So uh, she said that's what it's all about, uh, that, you know, that Jimmy Fallon got to meet her kids. That's what it's about. <laughs> Late night show hosts meeting your children. I mm-hmm. hope to, for that to happen to my kids one day, too. Okay. All right. Um, 
Let's get to then. We spend a lot of time with Maya Rudolph talking about the baking show and how fun it's going to be. Uh, I, I got to be honest. I, I, even though I like the Great British Bake Off, I'm probably not going to go on Peacock to watch uh, baking it. Well, you better not like uh, steal it from another source. You better go straight through Peacock. I'll go. To Peac- I'll go to Peacock, but mm-hmm. I probably uh, I'll probably mm-hmm. skip that one. I give the good people of Peacock my hard earned money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, uh, okay. Uh, Nick Braun comes out. Uh, Cousin Greg from Succession. Yeah. The Roots does a Very great, tall. great rendition of the Succession theme song. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And Nicholas Braun comes out. And so uh, I've never seen an interview with uh, Nicholas Braun, but uh, like I kind of feel like that uh, Cousin Greg, uh, not really a character that he's doing on the show. No, I think he's the same guy. Uh, but I, he's got like good vibes also. I feel like Nicholas Braun. Yeah. Isn't he a DJ? Oh, on I the don't side know. Too? He's like, right. a, he's like a fun guy. I didn't know this. Um, he tells a story about meeting Jimmy Fallon at something. And Jimmy Fallon seems to have no recollection of this. Well, they were at a weird dinner. It sounds like a very strange dinner. Yeah. And it sounds like a strange dinner that was like, uh, and Jimmy Fallon, like, uh, is like kind of like no sold this. I felt like, uh, he's like, like he was just acting like that. This is, this never happened. Like what? Uh, what? So I mean, who is they start there? listing what? the most random people in the world. Like, like you would think I, if you yeah. were Jimmy Fallon, you would remember this day. Mm-hmm. It was like Stephen Hawking, <laughs> and it was just like completely bizarre people. And like Bill Gates is there, and mm-hmm. like I I asked Bill Gates to move so I could sit next to you, cousin Greg, even though I don't remember you. It's mm-hmm. Very strange. Yeah. Um, so they go into uh, that Jimmy Fallon does this a couple times during the week. Uh, he shows a tweet from somebody. Um, and uh, I get the sense that uh, maybe Jimmy Fallon is not a succession fan, but somebody on the tonight show is quest love. Uh, the quest love has some succession theories. Yeah, I will say, uh, there's such a skill. I, I you know, I, I've heard Kim will talk about this. Also, like there's such a skill in pretending like you've seen the show. Mm-hmm. Like, cause Fallon clearly, I'm sure some things he's seen, he seems like a guy who consumes a lot of pop culture, mm-hmm. uh, but like some things he doesn't see. And mm-hmm. I love the idea that like, yeah, he was like skirted around, didn't even lie and say like, oh, well, you know, I was watching it, but like we got some theories. We want to know spoilers, stuff like that yeah. to everybody. So Questlove uh, has a theory, uh, thinks that uh, Cousin Greg is a mole. And mm-hmm. uh, so that Nick Braun uh, doesn't want, he doesn't want to say anything. Uh, but we find out that uh, Bradley Cooper, B. Coop, has been mm-hmm. hitting up Cousin Greg for succession spoilers. Yeah, there's a lot of spoiler talk on this week of Jimmy Fallon show. Mm-hmm. Anytime you see someone, Jimmy sees someone's like, "Hey, do you know any Marvel spoilers?" Like, I don't even know. <laughs> he's trying to trap people. Well, he's he, he knows that he'll get headlines if uh, that he's trying to get like uh, mentions. Is that what he's trying to do? He's is that what they're doing there? They're getting headlines. Yeah, there'll be like a hundred articles of like uh, like oh, Jimmy Fallon confirms so like blah 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 blah. Toby McGuire. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah Brad, speaking yeah, I, of MCU, Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. wants to wants to know about the succession uh, spoilers. I was I was wondering like I'm gonna I, here let's play a game okay okay how oh, many yeah, views random huh? <laughs> yeah how, so they put a show like this will put all of their um all of their like main segments like the monologue and then the two or three main guests the musical person on with um with with what's it called with uh like on youtube now how many views do you think 
the cousin Greg segment has on YouTube. Okay. I mean, I think that there could be some uh, succession fans. I'll say a uh, hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. Um, okay. So the Blake Shelton one, I think, is the mm-hmm. was like the most popular. Other than the monologues do well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly had 424,000. That's the most from okay. last week. Uh, my Rudolph only did 22,000. So maybe you don't do Zoom. Yeah, that's 66. Uh, maybe your uh, demo is not on YouTube. Yeah. Bradley Cooper uh, hit Nicholas Brown up for succession spoilers. 66,000. Mm-hmm. Oh, they did like clickbait. Misname that Cooper's, song, by the yeah. way, was the name of was the name of the uh, misname that song was the name of the segment. We yeah, know. with with my Rudolph. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. Um, then Jimmy Fallon is like, uh, OK, uh, let, let, so we got a clip. Let's play a clip. So they play a clip of like Cousin Greg on Succession and they just then they run him off. Like I, I felt mm-hmm. like that uh, this was one of the most fun interviews of the week and uh, Fallon just uh, ran him out the door. I only had like six minutes for Cousin Greg. Yeah. I, I mean, I, like you had my, my Rudolph is on Zoom. Cousin Greg is sitting <laughs> on the couch. I mean, it's also a good spot to know like where your career is. Like, you're okay. I'm co- coming after my Rudolph on Zoom. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I haven't totally made it yet. Mm-hmm. Because there's, you know, there's publicists that only let their clients come on after the first guest. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, good, good for Nicholas Braun. For uh, probably uh, first tonight show appearance uh, for him. And uh, he comes on. I-, I thought he was really fun, but uh, he's, good. You know, he's good. Yeah. Also, I'd love to get him on the podcast. Yeah. Nicholas Braun. If you want more succession talk, uh, Akiva, that I got mm-hmm. to talk with uh, Josh Wiggler uh, this week on the succession, your, your co-host uh, on uh, from the Curb Your Enthusiasm post show recap. I got to talk about succession uh, for season three, episode seven. Wow, that's exciting. You a bonus episode? Bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you you don't want to spoil are you liking the season succession uh, it's not my favorite seasons uh, I, okay. I think I you know um, like I feel like that um, two I think is the strongest season let's see how the end of three uh, pans out fair enough okay all right uh, then Rita Moreno uh, she's in West Side Story I guess she was in the mm-hmm. original West Side Story uh, mm-hmm. again Steven Spielberg she said I don't do cameos Steven Spielberg yeah I mean I don't know a lot about West Side Story uh, I know the Jets I know about the Jets and the Sharks yeah, the, the, well the Jets tried to have a West Side Stadium one time and uh, that's true they, they used Firemen there was one shark prop. yeah yeah there was a shark uh, J- James Dolan who said no <laughs> and that was it <laughs> Any interest in uh, West Side Story, the movie? Not really. I mean, if people say it's great, like, check it out. I, I mean, I still probably wouldn't check it out, but mm-hmm. them. like, no, but I actually thought Rita Moreno was one of the best guests of the week. She's really, uh, she's really fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know a lot about Rita Moreno, uh, but um, yeah, I would check out the, uh, is, is it going to be in Jessica theaters? If I can watch it at home, I'll watch it. Hmm. There's no uh, bigger turnoff for me about a movie when I hear only in theaters. Only in theaters. Like all movies were for a hundred <laughs> years. That's a turnoff for you. What, what three words are your deal breaker? Only in theaters. Um, by the way, Rita Moreno. I'll be on Zoom. You know, just, like, put me in Zoom on the theater. Uh, I don't know. I'll say uh, 75. Uh, Rob, on Saturday, next yeah. Saturday, yeah. Uh, next Saturday, she is turning 90. Wow. It looks great. Looks, looks great. Doesn't do cameos. Really? Do, no, doesn't do cameos, but I'm. Mean, you think she's on cameo? 
<laughs> probably, probably not. not. Probably, probably, not. A, probably below her. But yeah, I mean, she is really. Um, yeah, she. And Jimmy Fallon tells also like all of his guests that they look great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, you look. But uh, but yeah, no, she is like yeah. in great shape. She's dancing with Jimmy Fallon. Amazing. Yeah. How's uh, Fallon looking for you? Fallon's looking fine. Yeah. I think at the, at the beginning. I think on Monday he was maybe uh, you know a little tired, but but the rest of the week he he was looking okay. What yeah. do you think? No, I mean, he's got a consistent look, mm-hmm. you know, other than like sort of like uh, in his like early days, like on SNL, I think he had longer hair, but he's I mean, he's basically had like the same like Jimmy Fallon look. Uh, he wears basically like the same uniform every night. I don't know much about Does Michael like, Strahan dress him. I don't know. Oh, that would be great if he like that would be a good look. If it was like, guess what, Michael Strahan, I'm wearing one of your suits tonight. That's yeah. a good host. Yeah, that's a good host. If you did that. Um, how tall is Jimmy Fallon? I'm going to say. Five ten. How tall you, is Jimmy Fallon? He's six feet tall, Jimmy Fallon. Okay. I mean, is that Hollywood six feet tall? He's probably five ten. Okay. Um, how old is Jimmy Fallon? Is he uh, Jimmy Fallon I just, older? I just or old? Yeah. Okay. Then uh, let me ask the question: Is Jimmy mm-hmm. Fallon older or younger than me? Uh, I'm gonna think. Mm-hmm. I think that Fallon's got to be. Let's see. Uh, he was on. Uh, he's got to be older than me, but uh, I'll say that Fallon is forty six. Yeah, 47. Okay. You got it. Yeah. Okay. He's 47. Mm-hmm. Um, Fallon is... I didn't realize he's married yeah. with children. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Okay. We're going to talk about Wednesday night on Fallon. Hump day. Mm-hmm. Night four of Hanukkah. Is that what they call it? I mean, not that much anymore. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you count the days of Hanukkah? Um, I, I mean, I, I know what they are. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You said it's over. It feels um, like it just started. It's almost over. We're on, yeah. we're on night seven tonight. I'm happy that it happened. Okay, that's good. That's a good attitude. Mm-hmm. Not sad. <laughs> Don't cry because it's, it's over. My kids, we didn't give them presents on Friday because we were running out to relatives. And then if you give your, you can't give your kids in front of their cousins unless you have you know something for every cousin, which we didn't have because mm-hmm. it was like a last minute thing. Yeah. So uh, my my son comes up tonight. He's like double presents, right? We're like, what? He's like, yeah, we didn't get Friday night. We get two tonight. Mm-hmm. Of course, they did get two. Yeah, they were you know double presents. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Wednesday night of Fallon. Uh, and, and so we've got uh, Seth Rogen is going to be on Zoom. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly is going to be in the studio. We're going to have a mm-hmm. musical performance from God knows where. Macklemore. I didn't know that uh, he was still around, but uh, there you go. Machine Gun Kelly is starting to go by his real name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a move. It was a big talking yeah. point on the show. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll seems get- like Bobby Bobby <laughs> Colson or something. I'm not Colson sure. Baker. Okay. Um, Wednesday night monologue. Any highlights? Uh, more what? Omicron variant. Yeah, a lot. It's real. Whatever's in the news that day. Yeah. Now, I, one thing I will say about uh, about Jimmy F. Yeah. Is he'll go after Joe Biden. Yeah. No, I was gonna I was gonna say the same thing. That I feel like there's a lot of uh, Biden so old uh, mm-hmm. yes. uh, jokes. Yeah, I think it's like very easy, low hanging fruit, and I think all the comedians are doing it. Biden, Biden. Here's now the one thing that I think Jimmy would be good at that they do, uh, maybe not as much as a couple of the other late night shows, is like just show a funny clip and have him react to it. 
Mm -hmm. because that's free money you know i mean i think they did do that in friday night's monologue they had like a clip where no they did but i think you do a couple of those a night i think it's much easier than like coming up with original 15 original topical jokes every day Mm -hmm. yeah um so we got into like a whole bit uh on the spotify wrapped on uh wednesday's show um Mm -hmm. and so they were talking about uh who their most listened to artist was of the year jimmy Got things started. Uh, Jimmy Fallon said his most listened to artist for the year was Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Okay, first off, checks um, out. Yeah, what do you so? Do you think now uh, is that factual or is that the like uh, random music generator of mm-hmm. that? Uh, we're just putting putting that in there. I mean, who do you think it really is? Like. She she dropped like a lot of music in the yeah. last two years. I mean, so knowing like a little bit about uh, Jimmy Fallon, like I, I suspect like uh, Jimmy Fallon Spotify rap most listened to artist was like David Bowie. Really? You think he's a big Bowie guy? Yeah, I mean, I I, I believe that uh, that is confirmed that he uh, is like he's. I mean, he's uh, like d- does David Bowie like all the time, uh, like mm-hmm. in skits and stuff like that. So, but that's the kind of music that that Fallon listens to um, like, I, I just, I feel like it's a little, I mean, like I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but I feel like that. Uh, am I going to get dragged if I say that it's uh, that it might be weird for a 47 year old man to have Taylor Swift as his most listened to Spotify. Rap? I, I, I think you might get not dragged, but I think people will say you're wrong. Okay. Um, uh, but how about this? Uh, he did tweet it. Okay. So he has like, he, or he tweeted his Instagram story. He's committed to the bit. He, tweet, he tweeted an Instagram story that his top artist was Taylor Swift. He was in the top 3% of Taylor Swift. Yeah, and that's year. not, you know, a, a knock on Taylor Swift. Mm-mm. No, it's a knock on people who are 47. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, it would be a, you know, a knock on my, on my peers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, so, okay. So, and then Questlove, his most listened to artist was uh, Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we bring in Higgins, probably, you know, biggest Higgins spot of the week, and Steve Higgins, uh, the, the, the bit where uh, some like structured settlement jingle was his most listened to uh, song of the year. Yes, have you ever heard this jingle? I have, I have. Yeah. What, what's it called again? <laughs> Call uh, something JP Wentworth. Wentworth. Yeah, JP, JP Wentworth. JP Wentworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. popular commercial back in the yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good bit. Yeah, I don't know if it's a national commercial. Like I don't know. I, how much I don't know, even know where I hear it. I, I guess it maybe mm-hmm. it's like sports radio or something like that. Uh, anyway, so then uh, okay, uh, another we had okay random topic generator. So, you know, mm-hmm. Fallon's gonna hit that random button, and so this was then Machine Gun Kelly uh, comes out, uh, aka Colson Baker. And mm-hmm. he's coming That's out what we to call him. do like uh, the because you know he's such a great improviser, Machine Gun Kelly. Hmm. Mm-hmm. MGK. MGK. And he's coming out to uh, improvise uh, different things that uh, pop up with auto tune. I, I, I don't even understand the premise. It was the same thing. It's like, let's sing more songs with the celebrity. Yeah, you, you're like, oh, yeah, it's random. Uh, and then you have to then uh, improvise some auto tune thing to music. Um, yeah, there's another example where like the second guest is coming out first and then coming back again also. Mm-hmm. We'll see more of MGK. Tonight. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily the second guest, but I think it's like that, like, okay, if we have a musical guest, let's have the musician come out and cause Jimmy wants to do a, a musical bit. 
Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. But yeah. he doesn't sing. To, he didn't sing that night. He was just a guest. Yeah, but he's a he's a recording artist. Like, uh, you know, I think that anybody that has like Honestly, musical that, chops. I mean, I I know they figured this out already. But like having musical celebrities come on and like Jimmy will make you look good. That's a good spot for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's definitely like when you're up against like Colbert at eleven thirty. Like if Fallon was ever head to head with um with James Corden. I feel like that mm-hmm. that's the intriguing matchup because I feel like there's probably a lot of people that like, hey, watch Fall if you watch Fallon eleven thirty, then you might switch over and go to like I feel like that maybe people go that like a, it's a, like a mix uh, a mix and match like if you meet a Yankees fan who's a Jets fan of like uh, people who mm-hmm. go from instead of sticking with Seth Meyers, yeah, sure they have the same SNL DNA, but there's probably a lot of people that, that do Fallon at eleven thirty. And then go to James Corden at twelve thirty, and also maybe people that watch Colbert uh, at eleven thirty, and then go to Seth Meyers. Probably that's probably true. Also, now it used to be most of the shows were in L.A., or at least half of them were. Now it's everyone but Kimmel's basically, and Corden mm-hmm. are in L.A. Yeah, should they work out a trade? I know that Lorne Michaels complicates things, but should James Corden get traded to NBC for? Uh, well, it's probably a bad deal. They probably have to throw in something else. What? What could for Seth Meyers? What, what, yeah, what could uh, like if, if NBC wanted to trade for James Corden? What could they throw in with Seth Meyers that CBS? Would well, what's want? on after? What's the one thirty show? Maybe you throw in the one thirty show too. And when is it? Carson Daly is he still on? I no, don't I don't it's, think it's Carson anymore. It's yeah, somebody they else. Probably have to throw in like a primetime show. Okay. Does NBC have anything in primetime that, uh, I don't know. They got a lot of Chicago shows. Maybe one of the Dick Wolf shows goes there. They throw in like a law and order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New I law mean, and order. Yeah, you guys can make one law and order. Yeah. Cause I mean, they have many CSIs can you do? How many NCIS can you do? Throwing a law and order. That's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair deal. Mm-hmm. Do you throw in all of them? I feel like it's weird to have like those split up the franchise. Hmm. Let's yeah, think I don't know. Let me think about it. Well, yeah. We'll make, it, is there a trade? Is it like ESPN? Is there like a trade machine for celebrities? Trade I, don't celebrities. Know. I don't know. Between networks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, Seth Rogen on Zoom for two segments. Mm-hmm. Two segments. Yeah. And uh, Rogen is is funny. He, like Rogen's having a good time. He's making fun of Machine Gun Kelly. Like if my name was Machine Gun, you know, I would never change it. What's he doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I understand you know he's uh he's on the west coast probably doesn't want to fly east who knows mm-hmm. but he's stoned all the time openly yep so but like so, uh it's rough yeah you, so, you gotta have people who are who are uh not who are in person yeah at, at least though seth rogan uh had good audio if you close your eyes you could think that maybe he's in the chair on like maya rudolph and mm-hmm. so they, he tells a story about how he was really high and he was at an adele concert did you watch this adele concert no, I didn't. Did you? No, no. Apparently, there was a lot of famous people there. A lot of famous people in the audience that I saw. Yeah. So there was a big uh, Adele concert. And how do, how do you watch this Adele concert? Um, probably Primary Plus. Was it on CBS? Mm, yeah. I don't know. So hey, there was a big Adele concert. I felt like I missed it. I felt like that everybody was watching it, but uh, I don't know. Like I must have missed. Like how do you, how do you watch the Adele concert? One you night really want to see it? One night only with Oprah. It was on CBS. I guess it was. On on, I, I guess it was on CBS. Maybe is it on Paramount Plus? So okay, it is. And, and Seth Rogen was you know featured prominently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. N- number one Adele fan. Yeah. 
And then he also is going to, he has some animated show that's coming out. I didn't catch where, where it is. Is that on Netflix? Uh, it's possible. Santa Inc. or something like that. Sarah's- Santa Inc. Yeah. What's it called? That's a show. Uh, yeah. Santa- on Hanukkah. That's what he's promoting. Seth Rogen. He's Santa playing Inc. Santa. What? <laughs> HBO Max. Side of Hanukkah? HBO Max uh with uh oh, man. with Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman. His mom is so disappointed. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, she wasn't but. she was not disappointed and Jimmy Fallon follows her on Twitter and even put up one of her mm-hmm. tweets during the show. Yeah, no, she's like well known. Uh she's like will will tweet stuff. She has a funny Twitter. Yeah. And also um that she was happy that Seth Rogen is playing Donkey Kong. Mhm. I feel like we've never talked about Donkey Kong. I don't think we we've had any conversations about Donkey Kong ever. You like DK or no? I'm fine with it. I'm I'm okay with DK, but I'm not. I like. I was never a huge Donkey Kong guy. I'm fine with Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Not anti Kong. What about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm sort of like yeah, indifferent on uh, Donkey Kong. I'd like to you know know more about his relationship with his son Diddy Kong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, you'll never guess who the number two is on on uh, Santa Inc. Sarah Silverman. Yeah, did he say that on the show? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't I'm hear pretty it. sure I just said it. Oh, okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. And Tim Meadows, and and the third, the third lead is Leslie Grossman. They're just stealing all my people mm-hmm. for Santa Inc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nicholas Braun also. It didn't come up. Oh. Nicholas Braun, okay. Devin the intern. Yeah. Jeez. Well, Jimmy Fallon uh, was not interested in uh, Nicholas Braun. I, I think he doesn't get it because he doesn't want succession. It's like you get cousin Greg or you don't. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. All right. So Machine Gun Kelly is going to come out. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, uh, that, uh, that is, he was involved in some incident at SNL where did he, like, did Pete Davidson tackle him? Uh, next week's guest, uh, on the, uh, Fallon, uh, tackled Machine Gun Kelly and then, and then Machine Gun Kelly, uh, heard his coccyx and, uh, Jimmy Fallon kept repeating this. Coccyx. He liked to say coccyx. Fun word to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And so uh that's what Machine Gun Kelly uh had going on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, a lot you know, of, he's like in the news a lot, just like being very PDA ish with uh Megan Fox. With Megan Fox. Yes. Yeah. That's his thing right now. What was Machine Gun Kelly? Oh, he's in some movie? He's like he's in, in a, a Western? Is he on Yellowstone? I don't think he's on Yellowstone at all. <laughs> Is he on some movie? Uh, I don't even remember what he was promoting. To be honest, yeah, I, I thought he was just in, promoting himself. No, he's in like a, I think he's in a movie. He's machine, uh, yeah, mach- at machine probably gun, as Colson Baker. I bet at Machine Gun Kelly on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So uh, the blonde Don, they call him sometimes. Um, <laughs> that's what they call him. That's what his name is on Twitter. Uh, the Last Son is the movie that he is going to be in. Okay, it doesn't even have a Wikipedia page yet, so I don't think that's ready to go. It's not ready to go. Uh, the, the last son of Isaac LeMay, I see on his mm-hmm. wiki page. Yeah. Also, Heather Graham is going to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't see much. He was in King Staten Island with Pete Davidson, so I guess things have gone south What's with he, him. Oh, so uh, what do you mean he got, things have gone south with him? I thought they were fighting. I, I, well, they were there. I mean, I don't think it was a real fight on the set of mm-hmm. SNL. Oh, no, they were just joking <laughs> it around. It was in the goodbyes on SNL. They were oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, horsing yeah. That's around. True. That's true. Yeah. Boy, uh, those guys know how to party. Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly. Could you imagine us hanging out with them? Uh, they, oh man, they would be so blessed to hang out with two of us. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right. Uh, then Jimmy paint, Fallon. We paint the whole New York City red. <laughs> what a what a dream pairing uh, that would be. Me, uh-huh. you, Machine Gun Kelly, aka mm-hmm. Colson Baker, and Pete Davidson. Yeah. Well, think about like that there would be, be no a, ladies a left. There'd be night. no ladies left in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, sorry, Megan Fox. Sorry, Kim K. Uh-huh. Sorry, Mara. Sorry, Nicole. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. but the boys would, yeah. are back in town. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the, the, the core four are back together. Watch, watch out! You don't bruise your coccyx that night. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, that sounds exciting. Uh, so this was a wild thing. Then they're like, "All right, ladies and gentlemen, Macklemore," and then we like threw it to uh, like uh, some. We were like, they were they were l- performing live from the public market center. Where the hell is this? I believe that's in Seattle. Back when was a famous what? Seattle artist. What? What? What is this show? Like this yeah. is like we're just showing like, a random right, Macklemore song in Seattle. Of Macklemore. Like what is this MTV? Like uh, you mm-hmm. can't just like Basically. throw it to videos of something. Is this like Pee Wee's Playhouse? Are you just like introducing videos? I do think um, with no MTV, like he's found a niche. Like all right, we're going to debut like the new song from. But I don't even know if this was a new song from Macklemore. But it was wild. It was literally just like an unrelated music video, basically, that they were yeah. probably filmed a week ago <laughs> and aired now. Like, this was not a guest on your show. You played a video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no interaction with Jimmy. Um, for all we know, like, he re recorded this and called up, like, Corden and I mean, Colbert. Like, Akiva, like, we, we should just, like, buy, buy cameos and say, like, these are the guests on the podcast this week. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. And then we could play, right, we could play a Taylor Swift song <laughs> and say it was Taylor Swift and Michael Bublé. Okay, uh, next week on Robert Akiva Do the Podcast, Kanye West is going to be here. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> and uh, Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, I mean, that would be a wild show if we had uh, Pete Davidson and Kanye. Uh, boy, mm-hmm. if these walls could talk. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. I mean, what if the four of us, the core four, going out and then we run into Ye? That would be wild. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> would you fight Kanye? I would. I would not fight Kanye. I think I could make peace between Pete Davidson and Kanye. Oh, you think so? Well, I think they'd hate me so much. It would be like <laughs> the one thing that would bring them together. Who do you think would hate you more, Kanye or Pete Davidson? Ooh, that's a good question. I think Machine Gun Kelly of the three. <laughs> Machine <thought>. Gun Kelly. <laughs> yeah, he's got more of an LA vibe. Yeah. I feel like Pete Davidson. At least we're both New Yorkers. We could probably yeah. find something to bond about. All right. Um, Thursday on Fallon. All right. Uh, we're gonna so big Blake Shelton night and uh, Anna Gasteyer and Rachel Dratch. Mm-hmm. And then Blake Shelton is go- is going to uh, perform, quote unquote, uh, all on Thursday night's Fallon. So let me tie this back into the other piece of Fallon media that I watched. By the way, Fallon also has a show coming out on E called uh, the uh, the cover. The, there's so he has like some cover band like a uh, competition on E. Honestly, uh, not a terrible idea for a show. Yeah. Clash of the Cover Bands is coming to E. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm watching the That's My Jam and I'm seeing a commercial for Jimmy Fallon's Clash. I mean, is Jimmy Fallon like hard up for money? Like, why Why is he making so many shows right now? I think it's just easy cash. You know, I think it's like, all right, I'll be there two days a month. We'll film, you know, you'll film everything. I'll come in just to like make a couple of comments. Should and- we cover Clash of the Cover Bands on Rob as a podcast? 
I mean, you Maybe. are like one of our top music guys. <laughs> We'll we'll see we'll see you know we'll we'll get reports from the listeners. I mean, we're like now officially like the Fallon experts. We're the Fallon guys. We are the Fallon guys. That's I mean, find find uh, two other people on the internet that have admitted watching Five Nights at Fallies. I mean, you get like three four million viewers a, a night. I feel like some of them are probably repeats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, how to figure? There's at least a few thousand in there that watch all that. How many? How many of them are on Twitter? How many of them are? Uh, I mean, no, none of them have Twitter. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're all on Facebook. I, I think that he's basically like uh, taken over, like the legacy of like uh, the people that were watching Leno now watch Fallon. Like, I, I think that he's basically like there was a point Jay Leno had what like ten million people a, a night watching mm-hmm. him, and then of the people yeah. that are still around, uh, mm-hmm. that are still like in the habit of watching TV at eleven thirty. I, I think mm-hmm. he's probably kept like. 90% of those people. Like, I, I don't yeah, think yeah, I agree. the former Leno view, like the people that were trained to watch the tonight show at 1130, like, uh, you know, maybe some of them are watching Kimmel, but I don't think any of them are watching Colbert. Mm. No, I think, I think he's looking for the same audience as Jay was. Okay. All right. So going back to that's my jam. So Blake Shelton is, was on that's my jam, a uh, big, Big panel on uh, on uh, that's my jam uh, this week. I believe uh, that's my jam. Uh, it was an all star cast for the premiere. Blake Shelton. I mean, they had like all the all the the voice uh, superstars. Uh, so I think it was the ju- the judges. Uh, I guess the current judges from uh, the voice. Uh, Blake Shelton, Ariana Grande, Kelly Clarkson, and John Legend. Where that that Good was the, that was the kiss. So I don't know if it's going to be necessarily like uh, all like musicians. Like I don't know if they're going to have like randos uh, playing on uh, on a normal episode of That's My Jam. But that was the stacked lineup for the premiere of That's My Jam. Sounds good, honestly. And then, the, and then, basically, they're just gonna like play like the same the same bits that you would see in the like opening minutes of Jimmy Fallon. That's that's the plot of That's My Jam. I mean, didn't Corden like spin off Carpool Karaoke and do his own Carpool Karaoke show? So. Did he do a car- I don't know. I think they did I think a he might special, have. but I don't know. He might have done but, a whole but show. But I don't know sure. what, what's going on on, an, on a different episode of That's My Jam. I'm not, yeah, it, it, this seems like it would be the main one. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, like uh, maybe next week is uh, like me, you, Machine Gun Kelly, and Pete Davidson. Uh, but like, I don't know. It, or maybe it's like, just like four people off the street. I don't think it's four people off the street, but maybe it's like a non-musical celebrity. But I think that it would be, uh, I don't know, like, uh, could they get four musicians, like four, like, like recording artists for every episode of That's My Jam? And how many episodes? There might only be a few. Um, I don't know. I think it's on like weekly. So um, that's my jam. That's the new, uh, that's the new show. There's only been one episode uh, so far. So I guess that that was uh, that what, what we saw was like a sneak preview and that's mm-hmm. my jam will return on January 3rd, uh, 2022. So we don't even know what's going to go on on a normal episode of that's my jam. Mm-hmm. Maybe they want to only imagine for November sweeps. You can only dream mm-hmm. what a normal episode would be. Yeah. Um, cause they got it in November 29th last night, one of the last nights of November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, okay. So here's what I wanted to mention with this was, so there's a little bit of a feud. I don't know. Maybe this is real and maybe it's not. Uh, I don't know if it's kayfabe or what, but mm-hmm. Blake Shelton does not seem to like Jimmy Fallon. I think it's fake. I think they you do think like it's each fake? other. You think it's fake? Well, Fallon um, did the thing I do, which is like, why didn't you invite me to your wedding? 
Mm-hmm. Fallon does. He that? was on. Yeah. Fallon says it to. Um, he says it to to Blake Shelton about because he got married to Gwen Stefani. He said he was just following it on Twitter. Blake Shelton seemed visibly annoyed through all of that's my jam he he called mm-hmm. that's my jam the worst show he's ever <laughs> been on uh mm-hmm. but then he also during his interview with jimmy fallon called the, the jimmy fallon uh interview the worst thing he's ever done so i don't know maybe that's like his catchphrase i think because he even says it at the end he's trying to become like the cantankerous guy on his show he's mm-hmm. trying to be like or maybe sounds painting him in that that corner mm-hmm. but like he's like the the cranky old man at this point of the yeah. show yeah blake shelton's like uh what is this who who is this for what, what why are we mm-hmm. doing this because in his own house mm-hmm. there's like you know uh uh gwen stefani's dancing behind them in the background yeah. he's wearing a uh, he's, arizona cardinals hat did you know blake shelton Ari- is uh the world's most famous arizona cardinals fan? i did not know that it is pretty interesting i had no idea mm-hmm. um shout out to Shout out to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I also like would he be wearing that hat if the Cardinals were three and eight? I wore my Jets hat around town. Mm-hmm. You think you he's know? a front runner? Is, is Blake Shelton famously from Arizona? I, I, if he is, he's not famously from Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a country music guy, but maybe should we stand Blake Shelton? Mm-mm. No, I don't think we have to stand him. I don't know. I, I'm I, fine I, with I like, him. I like that he doesn't like being on things. Mm-hmm. No, I, I liked it. So he's from Ada, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm third marriage already Jeez. See, i feel like that he would have been a good person to in the tournament to figure out somebody to get on the podcast i mean could you imagine we had would have been like why got, would we have blake shelton who is he you would have been mad now you like now him. Then I, now, been mad. now i think it'd be like if we could get him on the podcast boy he would if he hates jimmy fallon imagine mm-hmm. how much he would hate us a slightly less popular show it would be mm-hmm. it would be horrible for him yeah he'd be like what is this who are you guys why do i why do i have to do this mm-hmm. i'm firing my agent yeah no that would mm-hmm. be great Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, the guy has been on uh, The Voice uh, since it started. I see no connection to the state of Arizona for Blake mm-hmm. Shelton. Is Gwen Stefani from Arizona? Is she I mean, if you're, third, if you're fan? picking a team because your third wife is from that state, you're a great A loser. No, she's <laughs> obviously from California. Yeah. She's like an ultimate California person. Yeah. But I wouldn't have imagined them together, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Listen, sometimes workplace romances, they, they, they happen. Yeah. So how about that? Uh, before we get to Blake Shelton, um, Jimmy Fallon, although uh, it's night five of Hanukkah, uh, they introduce uh, something new. There's only 12 Fallons left until Christmas break. Uh, mm-hmm. They're doing the 12 days of Christmas sweaters where they have a, a, like a giant contraption filled with ugly sweaters. And each night they're going to give one to a, a, a listener or, or, or a person in the audience. Uh, if I could just uh, follow up, because yeah. I do see evidence of Shelton talking about being a Cardinals fan seven years ago. Okay. Actually on Fallon. He must love Fallon because he, he always goes on, on the show well, he a lot. Has to. I mean, he's part of the NBC machine. I mean, it's hard to I, like get along at NBC and then also true, true, true. Uh, be, you know, as a pure anti Fallon. Yeah, he, he does, people say he doesn't really answer, but he's from Oklahoma, which I guess is near Arizona. They don't have their own team. Mm-hmm. But there is, and he's been on football shows talking about the Cardinals. So at least, and also uh, the coach has said that uh, uh, the GM said that he uses him to recruit free agents. So I guess uh, the GM guess of the Arizona Cardinals uses Blake mm-hmm. Shelton to recruit yeah. free agents. That's what uh, that's what he said. 
I I'm, guess if there's like a big country music fan, he's like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, as Blake like, uh, like, all right, let's uh, we're gonna, first we're going to have a uh, Cliff Kingsbury give a call. Mm-hmm. Okay. Different type of guy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after that, then uh, why don't why don't we have uh, our quarterback give you a have to have, yeah. Kyler Murray. Murray. Yeah, Kyler yeah. Murray will give a call. And if that doesn't work, uh, get Blake Shelton on the line. Blake Shelton. Yeah, probably different players. They're probably all calling different players. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I mean, uh, who's a big free agent that they landed? I don't know. Maybe he was like bearing, begging Larry Fitzgerald not to retire. I'm trying something. to think of who they, who they sent. James Connor? Do you think AJ Green? Do you think that was like a, a, voice, <laughs> a voice fan? It's possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matt Prater? You think the kicker? Maybe they, they Colt McCoy. Tried. Maybe Colt McCoy was the person that. That the, is possible. Yeah. That's possible. Okay. And anyway. Yeah. So, um, but uh, the, what blew my mind is that Fallon gets. Oh, it was JJ Watt. It was JJ Watt. JJ Watt. That, that, okay. Story yeah, checks out. That, yeah. Um, so the, the Fallon, like, uh, is going to draw a number out of a hat for somebody. And the number was like, was like 287. I'm not sure if that's tonight or on Friday night. Um, the 300 real human beings go watch live tapings of Jimmy Fallon talking to people on Skype. They, how much do they must pay people to go sit and watch Jimmy Fallon? Well, that's what I said. I do think it's very, cause it's a big audience, a uh, big studio. And I think like, I even looked, I think you can get tickets like most nights if you're mm-hmm. enough in advance in a pandemic. I, obviously is it, come you want to have people come there sit in and watch Fallon uh, talk to people on on Zoom. Yeah, and I said I've only been mask. to one. I've only been to one of those shows. I went to Conan once. Harrison Ford was there. It was other people. It was like Amy Adams before she was super famous. Like I thought it was fun. Like right. I was okay. I would do that okay, again. Like in a, they were there. They yeah. were there. You were seeing a mm-hmm. famous person. Mm-hmm. They did. They did show a Triumph video, and but that was on. That was like. Just to, that's mm-hmm. the last for a future episode. Yeah, but I think um, you you weren't think, seeing yeah, Blake Shelton on Zoom, and also like the concerts are fun. It's fun to see like it's even just, if it's not a hugely famous artist, you were watching a, a video part. of Blake Shelton performing. Right. It's fun to see like a big you know like a, a concert, maybe somebody playing their one hit wonder song or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's really worth it. That's better in the room than at home. Mm-hmm. You know, you maybe you get to see a really famous band once in a while. Yeah, this is a video of a concert. Right. Where was he playing? Like, is he a studio in his house? Oh, what was this I, concert? I suspect that this was uh, maybe recorded at the time that they recorded That's My Jam or on the set of The Voice. Like, uh, mm-hmm. this, this Blake Shelton performance that they show, like, was not... Like, they went from Blake Shelton was at his house on Zoom. Was like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, Blake Shelton. Uh, and uh, we're just, like, rolling like a tape. Like, I don't know. This might have been greatest hits. Yeah, it was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Blake Shelton, uh, they played it. He played a game with Jimmy Fallon and, um, the, they, the, I don't know what that, why he had to hold up a banana and he had like a banana that was peeled and like, uh, the end was kind of sucked on. It was like a very weird segment. Yeah. They were supposed to, um, <laughs> they were supposed to send him some, yeah, a paddle some or something to hold up. Yeah. I don't even and know why he to. had to hold up the thing. Like they were playing some. It was again. It was another game, and it was like, I, I as far as I could tell, the game was the roots was gonna. They were gonna play a song, but they were gonna play it like very low, so you could barely hear it. That, that, that's yeah. it, that's what my understanding of the game was. 
Ah, uh, yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Blake Shelton had like this banana that was peeled, and like the end was mm-hmm. kind of like uh, he kept saying that the end uh, looked like it was kind of, kind of sucked on. Maybe somebody uh, mm-hmm. sucked on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And Jimmy uh, Fallon was like, "Okay, please uh, stop, stop showing." <laughs> yeah. I love uh, Jake. I think I think he's fun. I think he's like a very good. He's late fun. Night guest. Uh, he like, did not like the game, uh, but then mm, uh, it was bad. Uh, some of these games are are real hit and miss. And, it and makes so, me feel better about our games. Right. Like sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Right. So uh, so then we did a whole segment with Blake Shelton of the of the game, and then we mm-hmm. got a commercial, and then we come back, and then. Jimmy Fallon's like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Blake Shelton. First off, we you you already had him. He's already welcomed. And second of yeah. all, he's not here. Stop saying he's here. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I yeah, guess so I say, I guess I say like, oh, I'm so happy that you're here. But mm-hmm. I'm not talking to like a studio audience. Like, I'm happy you're yeah. like, uh, I don't know. And imagine if we were like, please welcome, you know, our guests after a commercial or something in the middle of the episode wouldn't make any sense i'm gonna introduce brian scally like that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you will be welcome like in the middle of the mailbag like uh you know we're on tv Mm -hmm. and like there's an audience so i was like uh, like Mm -hmm. uh like all right now like uh connecting to us on the zoom hotline it's blake shelton Mm -hmm. who we've already done a segment with yes yeah two Mm -hmm. things yeah um yeah yeah like that if was, we go to commercial a, and then we come back, yeah. we don't need to like rewelcome in the guests. I don't think you do. Mm-hmm. So uh, they would, they had a wedding. Uh, Car- did Carson Daly officiate Blake Shelton's wedding? Uh, he was invited. I'm not sure if he was the officiant, mm-hmm. but he definitely was invited. Okay, which Fallon was sore about. Okay, all right. Uh, anything else on Blake Shelton? Not really. Who were the other guests that night? Anna Gasteyer and Rachel Dratch. Uh, come mm-hmm. on, and again, it's you know uh, always fun when we get the SNL alumni. Uh, they are going to be, they, they made something that was like a, a parody of like a Hallmark holiday movie. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I do not know where you can find it. It's like something in funk town. Funk town. Yeah. Uptown funk. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a weird They were Like I didn't totally figure out what they were pitching, but they were having fun doing it. They, they were having fun. Uh, yeah. So it's Rachel Dratch. SNL and- reunion. And Anna Gasteyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, that they're, oh, uh, a cluster funk Christmas. Uh, but uh, I don't know where you could see that. Yeah, I couldn't tell sounds, either. But, uh, it's a, you know, it's, it seems like it's a movie and it sounds like it could be a YouTube video. Which one is it? Uh, it, it well, it, it's, it's a, I believe it's a movie. Um, but uh, it is uh, like, I, I'm saying that I feel like that, you know, I feel like it's a five minute joke that uh, is going to be a full length film. I think it's on Comedy Central. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, A cluster funk Christmas premieres uh, Saturday at 7 p.m. on Comedy Central. Okay. So so check that out. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, Anna Gasteyer is going to be on a new uh, NBC workplace sitcom. Looks pretty funny. What's it called? Uh, I don't know about it. Uh, it's something where she's like selling cars. Uh, it's like from the makers of Superstore. Okay. My daughter mm-hmm. loves Superstore. She's been binging Superstore. Yeah. Um, I feel like that as an all-time SNL alumni, I feel like that uh, Anna Gasteyer is like a pretty like... Um, I think she was th- there for a while. I think she's like a compiler, but I don't think she has like 
uh, many uh, notable characters. I think that no. uh, mm-hmm. she is, uh, I guess, was one of the NPR ladies. Was that also Rachel yeah. Dratch? Uh, they mm-hmm. mentioned uh, Shweddy Balls. Uh, they did not mention their uh, co-star for the Shweddy Balls uh, segment. She was there and, for a long time. Yeah. Uh, for like six and, or seven and, years. Yeah, and she mentioned that um, she played uh, Martha Stewart, but I don't think she had a lot of other big, uh, notable SNL characters. She's in the Super Nazi, but as like an extra. Oh, okay. Uh, and I was like Rachel Dratch, uh, but she, uh, th- you know, has not had like a uh, w- one of the most successful uh, post SNL careers. Mm-hmm. She's, she's, around, very busy. she's around to just sort of like pop into other uh, SNL alumni projects. She does some pop ins. Some pop ins. Okay. All right. Akiva, are you ready mm-hmm. to talk about Friday night TGIF? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in my mind, far and away. Yeah. The best night of Fallon this week. Oh, wow. Wow. So we have, we actually, we crossed the streams here where we had the main, the two main guests yeah. playing a game with each other, which is a, a, not a bad concept, yeah. honestly. Uh, Friday Night Fallon, try more uh, we had Tyler Perry and uh, mm-hmm. Michael Buble. Yeah. And then, and then a oh, musical act. I, I have to say, I was not familiar with it. CK. Well. CK. No, no, I didn't know CK. Not, but. not Louis. Mm-mm. No, no. <laughs> Uh, different CK. Yeah, but Tyler Perry, Michael Bublé, Tyler Perry, very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like you also forget, like he's like the most successful guy in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. Well, two big Survivor fans, uh, Tyler Perry and Jimmy Fallon. Two, did not come two, up. two, two did, might come maybe, up. maybe came up uh, like uh, when they were sitting yeah, on the they, couch. He's like, been hey. on the show before. I think, yeah, I think you, maybe. Yeah, but, uh, two guys who have sent in ideas that have Jeff Probst's ear, Jimmy Fallon and Tyler Perry. Um, Wouldn't shock me if, if like either of these guys gets early access, you know? Maybe. So Jimmy Fallon, uh, Friday night, it's a party on Fallon. Uh, kudos to Fallon for making a Friday night show. Not everybody's doing that. So, uh, good job. Uh, works very hard, Jimmy Fallon. Hard, hardworking guy. Um, so, uh, we did a couple, two of the Fallon signature bits here in this episode, Akiva. First, we got mm-hmm. ready for Sunday night. The uh, Broncos and the Chiefs on Sunday night football. Did you make a prediction on this game? For this, uh, yeah, well, I have the Broncos covering as one of my best bets of the year. Best bets of the year. Why? Yeah, because it's a huge spread. It's like nine points. Okay. All right. Uh, They did the Tonight Show superlatives where they go through and like make fun of the like uh, profile pictures of the different players in the game. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, that was a funny segment. I thought okay. that was good. Yep, uh, that's a big one. And then they did the mother of all Fallon bits. Thank you notes. Friday night. Thank you notes. Mm-hmm. Going strong eight years in. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do thank you notes? Should we do a couple? Um, let's see. Uh, let me see if I can cue the music. Uh, could you set up what the Jimmy Fallon uh, thank you note uh, music is? Oh, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay. yeah, they do. They he he writes like thank you for you know uh, Taylor Swift because she was my favorite artist of the year. Like he just thanks. I don't know. I don't know. How do you explain the segment? Okay. So yeah, he just writes like uh, thank you for blah 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 blah. I don't think uh, he's really writing. Come yeah. to think of it. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you got it. So mm-hmm. and that's that's the 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 Fallon uh thank thank you note uh music uh 
Thank you, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, for not breaking my coccyx when we were hanging out with Pete Davidson. That's and that's it. That's basically how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah. Okay. Um, we gave away- play a game. There's like five segments on this show. Yeah. Well, and then, well, hold on. And then we gave away another sweater to somebody. I don't really get the sweater bit. I don't really get the sweater bit. Also, I think that, and the woman said, was she from China? Yeah, she was from China. She had come. Uh, she's there on vacation or whatever. She um, every night they give away an ugly sweater. There's like you said, there's twelve ugly sweaters. But then, like, there's not really a payoff afterwards. Like, they just go back I, I, to the no, I don't get studio it. I don't audience. Get it. Okay. Um, and then, so then now, if they gave everyone in the audience ugly sweaters, I think that's a better bit. Sure. Uh, so then we're going to come back from that. We come back from commercial, and it's just like, mm-hmm. all right, it's time to play Password. Like, wait, what is going on? And now Steve mm-hmm. Higgins is hosting Password, where mm-hmm. uh, that we have Fallon and Tyler Perry versus... Questlove and Michael Bublé. Yeah, the teams seem a little random. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like random, Perry's our main uh, guest. Random teams. Oh, we just drew them up random on random team generator. Like, why isn't it Fallon and Questlove, who he works with, versus the two guests? Like, I'm going to pick the more famous guest, and and Questlove, you can have the second. Well, most I think that guest. password. I, I think the idea is that password was like a celebrity and like a ran and like a like a, a random person. So it's almost like that. Tyler Perry and Michael Bublé were the two like celebrities, and so mm-hmm. Fallon and Questlove were the two people that were sort of like uh, the normies. The guests, yeah, yeah, it seemed random. The teams, yeah. but sure. well, they had two big guests that were there in the studio, no less. I mean, That's uh, true. Uh, thanks Tyler for coming. Perry, yeah, kudos to Tyler Perry and to Michael Bublé for uh, for actually being there in person and showing their face. So good job, uh, good job there by them. And mm-hmm. so uh, they went back, back and forth. It was uh, went uh, back and forth. It was tied. The little the contentious point came when. The password is Santa. Uh, and Jimmy Fallon's clue to Tyler Perry was jolly. <laughs> and okay. Tyler Perry answered uh, green giant. Not bad. To which then I believe it was, was it Questlove giving the clue or was it Michael? I think, Buble, so. I, don't, who, I think it's Questlove. Uh, who said uh, it might have been Michael Bublé. Uh, I don't remember. And said the answer. He said, "Claws." Uh, and then I think it was Questlove. It's Santa. Uh, and then Tyler Perry was furious. You mean how are you allowed to say claws on that? Clip? No. Well, Jimmy Fallon is like, yeah, I feel like that's like the proper name. I didn't want to do that. And 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 Tyler no, I'm Perry, with Fallon. That's crazy. You shouldn't be allowed to say Tyler, that. And Tyler Perry was like, "How could you not say claws? You." Blew it. Tyler Perry mm-hmm. is a fierce competitor. Yes. He likes to win. That's why he wins in life. So our, our so so your team uh whoever gets a Tyler Tyler Perry idol, what happens to them, Rob? Yes, I guess they win. They win. win. So so your team uh, that um I, I kind of feel like that The clue should have said Santa Claus. Yeah, the bad clue. Bad clue. I don't know if is that on Steve Higgins? I think it's on the producers or the writers, whoever whoever did this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You should not be allowed to say claws for Santa. Right, right. They should have said like maybe said ahead of time uh, that you're not you're not allowed to. They should have cleared up the rules. But I think that for maybe because Fallon knew the rules, but uh, you know it, it, it was so maybe like I don't know who the buck stops with, but they should not have allowed that clue. 
Mm-hmm. You should have had a do over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like I like the idea that he got legitimately upset. Yeah. Also, he was change, right. Change the clue from Santa to Christmas. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Tyler Perry is going to come on. Uh, Tyler Perry. That he has a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry. Yeah, he's killing it in life. Tyler Perry. I mean, he's got a studio. Uh, that Tyler Perry is. Uh, Tyler Perry like got his like uh, talked about how he went to Atlanta. For uh, he went to spring break in Atlanta way mm-hmm. back when, which is called Freaknik. Freaknik, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so Akiva, maybe, uh, yeah. do they still do Freaknik? I think they do. Do you think they still do? Maybe should we try to coincide uh, a live Renap with Freaknik? In Atlanta, Atlanta's definitely in the running. Have you ever been to Atlanta? Um, have I been to Atlanta? I was going to go there for, we're going to do a live show at the Ron Clark Academy uh, in April of 2020, which we did. Oh, that's right. Uh, Anything happen or just you decide to cancel it? Yeah. Yeah. We just uh, decided to, we're going to do it on Zoom. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that could be, a, that could be a move. Um, also, uh, Tyler Perry, big news, Akiva. Yeah, that he has the big studios. Uh, Jimmy Fallon was trying to. They filmed Marvel movies there. Fallon wanted to uh, get find out is Tobey Maguire there. Mm-hmm. Basically, he wants the he wants the spoilers. Uh, but also, what they are filming there, Tyler Perry could confirm. Sister Act three in production. Yeah, we love it. By the way, I don't think they do Freaknik anymore. I think it's been canceled. But yeah, canceled. Um, the uh, yeah, Sister Act three very exciting, and it's be on Netflix, which you love because you don't like going to the theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are I mean, like, what are we doing to celebrate Sister Act three? Do we need to watch Sister? Should we watch Sister Act one and two on three X? Something like that. Well, I think we'll have to binge them before Sister Act, Sister Act three. For although maybe it's a nothing but Netflix thing. Maybe we'll do a crossover. Okay, with with uh, with me and Chappelle or something, because mm. we're the whoopee people. You're the Netflix people. We'll have to figure it okay. out. All right. Uh, I feel like there could be a lot of people vying for that Sister Act three spot. All right, it doesn't have to be me. I, I'm just, I, I, we I, are the whoopee people. I, 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 we are the whoopee people. I don't know. Uh, uh-huh. Let me let me let me see. Let, let, let me. It's let, okay. It's not. Okay. If someone else thinks they're a bigger whoopee stand than us, then God bless them. Yeah. Um, uh, let me let's let's talk to Chappelle and see what he thinks. Okay. Is uh, it even like made yet? I think they're making it. Is it like ready to come out? Yeah, so I think we got a a long time to worry about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then also, uh, what else went on with Tyler Perry? Uh, That he's uh, he's in this other movie where it has like a million celebrities uh, about the world ending. I thought that they made that movie already. Uh, It didn't come out yet, right? It's going to be like. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Oh, the DiCaprio, the DiCaprio movie. Yeah, it looks very straight. It's an Adam McKay movie. Um. Did you see that thing this week? Adam McKay came out and said, like, why he doesn't him. He broke up with Will Ferrell. I thought Will Ferrell broke up with him. Yeah. Well, Will Ferrell broke up with him. You saw why? Did you read that? Yeah. What, what was the problem? Because that because he cast John C. Riley in a different yeah, part. He like he like uncast Will Ferrell. Like he wouldn't cast Will Ferrell as Larry Bird in some HBO show. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. So like, uh, I know we're talking about all these SNL alumni. Are we team uh, Adam McKay or Will Ferrell? Probably Will Ferrell. Really, I feel like Will Ferrell's kind of being a baby. In oh, and that's I think in general maybe Will Ferrell, but in this situation, I agree. It's like you don't deserve whatever, but maybe I don't know. I don't know why he's mad. I, I hope they could make up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Um, 
So, oh yeah, so that movie kind of looks good. That movie's either going to be like one of the best movies of the year or like hilariously bad. Yeah, uh, that movie. Yeah, Leo on Netflix. So, yeah, uh, what's that movie called? It's called. Um, Is it the end of the world? Maybe the end of the world. I'm on Leo's uh, filmography. Uh, so don't look up. That's the name of the movie. Don't look up. Not even close. Don't look up. Where? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That, listen. Listen to this cast. Boy, it's great. Uh, they've got in in one movie. Uh, mm-hmm. the, all the Rob Morgan, uh, Jonah Hill, okay, Mark Rylance. Oh, well, actually, so, so, okay. So it starts with J- Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. They are on the the top line. Mm-hmm. Then the we go stars. Yes, the then people we, you're not supposed to look up at. Then we go uh, Rob Morgan, Jonah Hill, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Rylance, Tyler mm-hmm. Perry, Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. Scott Muscudi. That's Kid Cudi. Uh, and with Kate Blanchett and Meryl Streep. So they, they, you got one that's good. Kate Blanchett and Meryl Streep. Yes, that's outrageous. But, but that, that Kate Blanchett got the with and Meryl Streep got the and Meryl Streep. The and that's what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Movie about, hey, I think we're, we're joking around too much. Time to get serious. Don't look up. Mm hmm. That stop, looks good. Stop fooling around, everybody. I'm excited to see that movie. Okay. Yeah, no more fooling around. Yeah. All right. Um, and then uh, Michael Bublé came out. Uh, yeah. Michael Bublé. Uh, Mr. Christmas uh, album. Mm-hmm. And he's on t- Michael Bublé's on TikTok. Yeah, I have he loves TikTok. Slowed that was down on my sick. TikTok consumption. I've been very busy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I wish I had time just to go on. No, I don't want to go on TikTok, but I wish I had the time to do that and then I just do something else. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't even have time mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Akiva. Yes. Can we talk about next week on Fallon? Let's just go through. Let's t- let's t- make our calls on who's in the studio, who's on Zoom. Sure, let's do it. Zooms who on Fallon next week? All right. So, what's your website that you go to for Fallon guests? All right. I, I got it here in the TV descriptions. Okay. All right. Monday night, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Uh, I mean, so Seth Rogen was on Zoom. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going to. Jonah Hill. I don't. He does have ties to the New York area. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say Jonah Hill is on. I, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna roll the dice. I'm gonna say Jonah Hill in person. I'm gonna say yeah. Okay. okay. I'm gonna go Zoom. We'll just do everyone. Okay. We'll do the big. We'll do the big. Yeah, because they, they don't the let day. a second guest be on Zoom, right? No, no. Like okay. Tignataro, you're there. In, you're there in studio, or you're not coming. Okay, okay. But I'd love to hear the the rest of the lineup. Uh, so give me. Yeah, a, so that's Jonah Hill, Tignataro, and Dan and Shay, musical guest. Oh, oh, also there was a one night there was a uh, a stand up comedian, but it was like. Uh, oh, we didn't I, talk about him, Dusty Slay. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know who he was. Mm. Did he slay? Uh, he slay. No, I don't think he slayed me, slay. but I think he was fine. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Chloe Grace Moretz. Chloe Grace Moretz. Mm-hmm. She better be in studio. Yeah, I think she's going to be in studio. Chloe Gray, uh, Grace Moretz is from what? She's done a lot of things. She's done a lot of things? Mm-hmm. What's her IMDb uh, big four? Her big four. She's in True Detective Seven, Inside Out, and Star versus the Forces she's, of Evil. You ever see Kick Ass? She's like the she's the kid in Kick Ass. Uh, if she's not in person, time to shut it down, Fallon. 
I think she's kind of famous. Like, I think you, I think you're under. She's not Zoom yet. famous. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm my Rudolph is Zoom famous according to this show. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. All right. Well, well and then uh, who else is on Tuesday? Uh, and then the rest of the, the night is Nick Thune, who's a comedian and whiz kid. Okay. Who's a singer. Well, kind, of, uh, kind, Wednesday of, night. kind of a slow night on uh, slow Tuesday. Night. All so. right. Wednesday night. Wednesday Nicole night. Kidman. Okay. Is NK going to be in studio? Uh, Nicole Kidman. By the way, Chloe Grace Moretz, uh, 19 million followers on Instagram. She's doing okay. Okay. All right. So maybe, maybe she doesn't uh, have the uh, Rob so, stamp of approval. Okay. Well, uh, maybe though, maybe then she'll be uh, zooming in. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Nicole Kidman. I'm gonna say is gonna be uh, big time zooming. Yeah, she's zooming all the way. Uh, <laughs> Ursula Corbero and Renan Hirschberg. I don't know, but yeah, uh, yeah. Nicole Kidman. He, uh, yeah, that's that's a zoom. That's a zoom city. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of her big four. Yes, Nicole Kidman. Name one thing in her eyes big wide four. shut. Eyes wide uh, shut. Eyes wide shut is not in her big four. I love Lucy. No. What's in what's in her big four? Uh her big four is uh Moulin Rouge. Okay. The Hours. Yeah. Rabbit Hole awards for that. and Cold Mountain. Yeah, I don't know Rabbit Hole at all. The other three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Wednesday night on Fallon. Okay. Thursday night is the big night of the okay. week. Set the DVR. We got Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson on one show. Boy, that's going to be that's that, two. That's, that's two headliners. But now Pete Davidson, he'll be there in person. Is it a new SNL next week? I got to think that they're that it's, it is in his native New York City. Right. So I got to think that um, uh, and maybe uh, more details on what went on with Machine Gun Kelly from Pete Davidson. Boy, what mm-hmm. a party it would be if uh, Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson were there at the same time. But I'm going to guess Miley's on Zoom. I think Miley's probably on Zoom. Yeah, Miley on Zoom, Pete in studio, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, I'm going to guess in studio. Okay. Uh, and then Friday night, we got a Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, she's got to come into the studio and be playing some uh, random musical genre. Yeah. Well, Rick Ross is the musical guest, so she's not playing any music. Yet, Dua Lipa, yeah. she'll come in and uh, look, you, you do Fallon, you do Dua Lipa, you'll be uh, playing some games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you want to come in if you're Dua Lipa, play some games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the JF man, play, play some games. All right, uh, Akiva, Five Nights at Fallies. Uh, mm-hmm. Any takeaways of uh, from what's going on at Fallon? Anything that was Listen, like be different from your expectations? Well, I think like um, the, the shows are in a tough spot with with what's topical right now because it's like not funny or really interesting, and it's like we're sick of it. Also. So I think if I'm Jimmy Fallon, that's my play. I say January is no COVID month. We don't mention COVID no matter what. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, uh, listen, he's doing, they're, they're catering to his strengths, which is the music stuff, which is celebrity games. It's also, I'm sure, has been very tough to do. You know, Seth Myers, I think, had no studio for like well over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I it's mean, been, like, it's, it was painful to watch like uh, Colbert do his show like from his house, like, and there's like yeah. nobody's laughing, like. No, 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 it's really bad. It's we, we, you know, we've tried it on this show to like do jokes and it's like, if there's no laugh track, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, God bless, uh, uh, you know, these people for, for sticking through it. But yeah, I think at this point, like you gotta be back. No more zoom people in January. Say no more zoom, no more zoom people. Are the other talk shows? Like, I, I mean, I haven't watched any late night shows. I'm sure, it's like, the same. It, it, I'm sure it, they're all the same. Kimmel and Colbert. They're doing people on, uh, zoom. Mm-hmm. 
I, I'm sure they're all doing the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So when we come back, Akiva, we're going to have our big mailbag for episode number 157. We talked about Fally. Now it's time. We're going to welcome in Scally. And mm-hmm. when we come back, Brian Scally on the Renat mailbag right after this. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, I want to welcome in that. We're so excited to have this guest here in person. Please welcome into the show. It's Brian Scally. Oh, hello, hello! Wow, what an introduction. Oh, I'm excited to be here. I feel like the uh, end credit is very desirable. Yes, so like what an Mar- honor. Like and Meryl we Street. just talked about it. Yes. We just talked about that. We, <laughs> we listened with, with Akiva uh, Winokur and Brian Scally here. There on- we go. We're just talking about, would you rather the with or the end? Ooh, I think you go the end. Yeah, yeah the end is, like it holds is more the weight. home run at the end. It mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Yes. Imagine uh, being an agent and like, you you know, you go to law school and you're trying to like make a few million bucks easy. And then it's like... Uh, you're just like on the phone with some executive all day. Like, I will not do the picture if we don't mm-hmm. at least get the whiff. Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> is only going to be and. <laughs> Coulson doesn't want to appear uh, in the regular credits. Yeah. Do you think if you're Machine Gun Kelly's agent, you call him Coulson or you call him Machine Gun Kelly? I don't know. Mm. Mm. Machine Gun Kelly. You got to keep it formal. Yeah. Um, Mr. Mr. Machine Gun. <laughs> where, where did the Kelly come from? I guess it's not in his name. That is funny, right? Mm-hmm. Like it should be M- Machine Gun Colson or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, is, is Kelly short for Colson? The classic so. nickname. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, maybe we call you Machine Gun Scally. Oh, uh, you Honestly? know yeah. that rocks. Yeah. <laughs> so, good. It's so good because mm, they, call, like they, they call him Machine Gun Scally because you do not uh, like when it, you go Scally? when you go, I, I think it might sound cool, but I don't know if Machine Gun is yeah. the ultimate, uh, uh, you know, thing that I want to machine guns with. like yeah, you know, but <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly is sticking with it. Um, That's true. Uh, it's true. Yeah. I mean, when you go on Twitter, get ready for to be, you know, bombarded by the Machine Gun of tweets. 
<laughs> yeah, we have similar images, so that's Scally. fair. <laughs> uh, Scally, uh, what's been going on? What's going on in your world? Uh, things are good. Just been, uh, you know, talking about the challenge these days, yes. binging the last season of Money Heist, which just came out, uh, you know, trying to uh, keep up with, uh, you know, now that I'm back in winter, I feel like I have more time to explore uh, the media that I missed out on. When I was busy Dude, in the Jesus, summer. What is going What's on, going on my- in the summer? Oh, <laughs> I'm upstate. I have fun. Uh, you know, All right. Second home. You got to keep yes. a second house. Neat. <laughs> um, what, what's that. going on with Money Heist? Because I, I thought that Money Heist was like a, a Squid Game ripoff. But uh, mm. that money, that, did uh, Squid Game ripoff Money Heist? Yeah, no, no. Money Heist is a bank heist show. It's Spanish. It has uh, five seasons, Mm -hmm. the last of which was split into two parts, only a couple months apart. Uh, It's like the, I think it was like the biggest show on Netflix was dethroned by um, not Squid Game, but Bridgerton before that. So it's absolutely massive. Scally, when was the last time you watched an episode of Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon, I would say it's been a couple years. Mm -hmm. I kind of uh, am uh, I would say embarrassingly, definitely now, but been mostly out of the late night game for quite a while yeah. back since uh, the last time I really was regularly watching was when I was like a toddler and demanding to watch the Jay Leno show before I went to bed. <laughs> oh, so, okay. yeah. Oh, that phase. Yes. Yeah. yeah my know. kids all had that phase. Like, where's Jay uh, yeah. Leno? <laughs> we had, I remember my, uh, the story is my aunt was babysitting and called and was like, he's speaking nonsense. He refuses to go to sleep until he's allowed to watch Jay Leno and the Baywatch. Rerun. So <laughs> that was oh, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Scally, well, just, we go to sleep like two in the morning, Scally? Yeah, yeah I've always been, you know, out. I've been sleeping. That's like 11 30, 12 30. Then we got Baywatch at 12 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was, was a night owl, night. constantly sneaking shows that I wasn't supposed to, and that's how yeah. I ended up here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Scally, uh, would you wear anything from the Michael Strahan uh, clothing line at uh, Men's Warehouse? Um, you know, I have not checked it out personally, but I feel like he's a likable enough guy. I would at least give it a look over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Michael Strahan yeah. is really proof of like likability really gets you like 99% of the way. Mm-hmm. Like if you have like a smile or whatever, like a laugh, people uh, you know could handle at seven in the morning on TV. Mm-hmm. He's basically set for life just because of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause there's like, I mean, he's a good player, but there's lots of good players who are not, you know, uh, on TV on six different shows at a time. And, you know, doing Kelly Ripa until that didn't work and football on Sunday, like just like being pleasant is, is like half the battle. I wish yeah. I could be pleasant. Nobody you know? ever yeah. talks about that anymore. Michael Strahan with uh, Kelly Ripa. Did he win the divorce? I mean, she kept the show, but it seems yeah. like he came out on top. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think that he wanted to keep it. Ultimately, was the, the big struggle there. Is it still uh, Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest? I feel like that yeah, think, uh, yeah. nobody talks about that. Yeah, uh, but I'll tell you what. Let me make a prediction the next right one. now. The, the, Kelly, uh, Kelly and Ryan. A week, one, uh, one week at Kelly and Ryan's. I would do it. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, though. That Ryan Seacrest. I bet one day he takes the show away from Kelly. You think so? I think I so. can see it. Why? You know, how, many, how, many how many networks does he have? They're gonna they're like you know. I hope they do, but they're gonna let like a 65, 70 year old woman on forever. Like that's not the TV I know. I that, mean, they don't usually do that. Sixty five. I mean, how, how old is is Kelly Ripa? Maybe she's not. Uh, I have no idea. But no. the point is, I mean, like Kelly one day, Ripa, Kelly Ripa is fifty one. 
So you can I think 15 <laughs> years from now, 15 years from now, mark my word, she's getting the show. How old is Ryan Seacrest going to be? I mean, I bet Ryan Seacrest is older than well, her. There's a sexist double standard, you know, yeah, that you can stay classic on. Classic patriarchy. They're going to give the uh-huh. show to the 70 year old guy. Give the show to the 70 year old guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, what well, you're left now? Watch this. One day, you'll you'll mm-hmm. text me. You'll be yeah, like, uh, Ryan Seacrest is 46. Ryan Seacrest is 46. So, okay, so okay. Uh, younger than Fallon. There oh, we wow. go. Yeah, he's got a couple years. I think I just associated Kelly as being around for forever. So yeah. I thought that she was older. She was well. uh, a young uh, ingenue. I don't know what ingenue. So don't cancel me. Yes, uh, no, she, she, no, she was. <laughs> no, she was. Uh, I mean, but she she took over with with, with Rage uh, in mm-hmm. like uh, with like 2001. 2000 Ow. like she's been uh, there forever yeah it was uh, like uh she's been there she's been there for a very long time so mm-hmm. um she's had, a, uh, she's had a long run so maybe uh maybe kelly and ryan could be in the mix maybe this should be something on the wheel akiva of like uh our our like a weekly wheel our five mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's not bad and then we just watch something and it's I, the, yeah I, I like that i got our five spot of then like uh basically and then we put shows like uh, people submit like uh like oh like, like uh you should put uh you know uh give us give re- different uh first take imagine we had to watch like five mornings of like good morning america though it's like four hours <laughs> good morning america or you know um because the, the, there's a ton of shows that are on every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes yeah uh, yeah. Uh, yeah we could do that we'll we'll you have can get, next week People pitch, can, and then we'll put it in next week. You can get a really good week or a really uh, so-so week with Andy Cohen. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of options out there. Mm-hmm. Andy Cohen. Okay. We wouldn't know what's happening. We need some help well, there. Yeah, send, <laughs> yeah, us your, on that. send us your ideas for the five spot. Mm-hmm. And we'll okay. have five different shows, and it's five nights for whatever. Okay, and then we could bump something out of there. I, I like this. And what should mm-hmm, the mechanism good. be for the five spot? Hmm. Like a calendar or something? Yeah, so, so what's, uh, does anything have five... Uh, is there a five-sided die uh, scowling? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there one exists. A 20-sided I don't think die. It's super you could do like one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We'll figure out some idea. If people have ideas for us for the five spot, uh, mm-hmm. let, let us know, and then uh, we can uh, we can talk about that. All right, Scally, you don't happen to have any thoughts for what could be a future episode of Robin Keeping a Podcast, do you? Mm, so I thought very quickly. Um, about some things. I know the last time I was here, we talked about uh, British shows are rubbish, which mm-hmm. I don't think ever ended up going anywhere. Um, yeah, but, I think getting uh, in line behind Australian shows are trash. Exactly. <laughs> um, in that same vein, um, something I thought, which we also discussed last time for the crappy movie diver, diaper, uh, even though I think it is a phenomenal movie, is the Scooby-Doo live action movie. Uh, I think has stuff to talk about um but my main one i don't remember well, let's, let's just yeah, let's uh, uh, okay so uh akiva is scooby-doo live action movie uh crappy enough we did talk about uh that's just the, the the through line here of that five nights at valleys <laughs> was that when you and i watched uh she's or he's all that uh we talked about uh where was freddie prince jr from the original She's all that. And then we watched Freddie Prince Jr.'s FML story on Fallon, which I feel like was the probably the first significant time that we uh, spent talking about Fallon on this show, <laughs> uh, leading us here to Five Nights at Fally's. What's, which Scooby-Doo are we talking about? The, the first one. Live action. Live action. Freddie Prince it's, Jr. Uh, there's, from 2002? Yeah. I believe so. Or 2001, yeah. Man, so, it might be a little too good. 
is it Lindsay, bad enough? Linda uh, Cardinelli. I know it has very bad reviews. Oh, you know, so, um, so mm-hmm. Freddie Prince Jr. and Matthew Lillard are in there. Uh, I, I guess teaming back up from uh, the original. She's all that. Oh yeah, I think they've been in a couple things together actually. Row row. They both is Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr. in Scream or no? No. No, just, no, they, just Lillard. Yeah. Is he in a? I know Jamie what you did Kennedy, last summer uh, with. Uh, hmm. I think that's uh, is that uh, is that Freddie Prince Jr. I think uh, is Sarah Michelle Geller in that. That I don't know. I think isn't. I know what you did last summer. The Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Geller. Uh, yes. Vehicle. Yeah. I think that's where they met. So. I remember okay. seeing commercial for that movie. Thing it would be like the best movie ever. I was very yes. yeah. Yes. Uh, it, it went through quite a bit of rewrites. Okay. I know. So things like don't ultimately make a ton of sense. Um, uh, personally, I enjoy it a lot. Are but you I figured it's a property. Or I know Scooby Doo. Okay. Scooby Doo. Uh, Sco- I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know if Akiva's down to watch scary movies. No, and I know it's... he was last summer. Okay. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, Scooby Doo. What do you think, Akiva? I feel like that we could probably. It. Uh, I what feel do you like think that? Um, we could probably talk about a lot of other Scooby Doo things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are people still feeling Scoob? I, I think. Well, what, is, what does it hurt to throw it in the crappy movie diaper? Okay, we'll put it in there. <laughs> throw it in. <laughs> there we go. The original 2002 Scoob. Are you a big fan of Scooby Doo, Scally? Uh, uh, I am. I would say that. Was will like you come on? My... For, will you come on for that episode? I would definitely love mm-hmm. to talk about mm-hmm. this. Okay. I think we have some other, uh, you know, uh, Scooby Doo luminaries uh, in the great arts. There we go. Oh bumped. well, that's a, you know what? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll fight for my spot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not uh, that uh, saying uh, that uh, Scally has to be bumped, but I do think that we have some other. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, All right, you'll be one of experts. seven guests. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We should have a mystery right. machine of guests. As mm-hmm. long as I get the end credit, I'm good with yes. that. You'll get the end. <laughs> Not okay. the myth. Okay. All right. Good, good. All right. And then I did have one more. I don't remember uh, if you guys had done anything like this or like uh, maybe rejected one, but I thought about uh, in, I know you guys love game shows. One of my favorite, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, more wild ones is uh, maybe Rob and Akiva have baggage. Um, yes. <laughs> getting submissions from the listeners potentially where they can write kind of like, you know, quippy headlines of stories that they have. Uh, you can decide on who you may want to hear more from, maybe offering up a, okay. uh, you know, voice Here, let's, spot, let's just, something uh, like that. Hold for one second. Like, you, you know, baggage. Have we talked about baggage with Jerry Springer? We talked about it now. I don't remember what it is. So it's a show. It's like, it's like a dating show. It was like, uh, that people are like, would reveal like their small, medium and large baggage. And then, uh, you would pick like which person you want to date. I don't know if it's like two people or three people. I don't know if I'm getting this confused with sexy beasts, uh, but basically <laughs> you would re- like reveal like, uh, all right, we're going to reveal like their small baggage. And it's like uh, my, okay, my small baggage is like uh, I share a room with my m- dad. Uh, like, okay, mm-hmm. that's baggage. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if I could date somebody that shares a room with their dad. Uh, and then, uh, then the other person reveals their small, and, and then like uh, my, my large baggage is like uh I, I'm a con, uh, convicted uh, felon for uh, homicide. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, that is big baggage. And what's the and what's the third one? Medium. Yeah, medium baggage. So, what's between sharing a room with your dad <laughs> and convicted felon for murder? I'm trying to think of something. Um, I have a podcast. <laughs> that's that's worse <laughs> than sharing the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Like, uh, yeah, so. yeah, you hear that. It's like a no, uh, deal so breaker. I do like it, but now, or, now, is this a dating show? Do we need to find like multiple single people for this? I don't know. It's like, I think yeah, that could- what uh, Scott was pitching, I think we're just getting baggage from the listeners, right? Yeah, I mean, you could go either way. You could attack this like a dating show or you could go in as just a let's find who has the most interesting stories or at least headlines. Uh, so if you don't want to have them dating themed, that opens mm-hmm. up uh, probably what the baggage could entail. Um, and I don't think you would probably put people's names on it right away. But I think, uh, you know, go through stories and figure out what you want to hear more about. Mm-hmm. I really like it. I know it's been pitched before. I wasn't familiar with the show. I mm-hmm. think I, I think I should try it as like can we find single people to do this? And if that doesn't work, pivot to a more general, not dating version of the game. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, I think it's going to be tough to like match people up. Uh, I know we were talking about last week to maybe bring back the Rapture. I think it's an it, easier yeah. version of that. Also, like, I, let's try it. Worst comes, well, listen, these people don't have to get married. I mean, I know that's only <laughs> heaven, but like, I think, you know, I, I think that's a funny way to do it. Even mm-hmm. if like, and like the, you know, they have to go on a zoom date afterwards or something like that. But, um, maybe we could squeeze content out of it, but I'll try it both ways. We'll see dating or not dating. Mm-hmm. What's your small baggage, medium um, baggage, and yeah, what's it called big baggage, large baggage, the, uh, the lar- bi- uh, large baggage. Well, yeah, I like largest. big baggage. <laughs> they should call it big baggage. Big baggage. Big baggage. <laughs> Is baggage still in production? Uh, with uh, Jerry Springer. That I do not think so. Okay, uh, should be. Yes. Um, looks like uh, season the 130 episodes at least. Uh, so they did how many seasons? Uh, the last uh, season of Baggage aired in 2015. Yeah. They, so they did okay. they, they did a bunch of episodes between 20, uh, 2010 and 2012 and then they did uh, some episodes in 2015 with Jerry Springer. Big bad. I like it. I like it. So let's put that in the uh, you know quick mm-hmm. turnaround. Not not on the wheel, but I think we could maybe turn that around this week. Yeah. Um, just to, if it wasn't a dating show, what if we had a panel where then uh, we like re- the, the panel came in with their small, medium, and large baggage, and then we had to after hearing uh, the small, medium, large baggage, we had to match up the baggage with the people on the panel. That's not a bad idea either. So there's like three yeah. people on the panel that are sort of like uh, people that we know in the, you know, uh, greater Renap world. They really give mm-hmm. us their small, medium and large baggage. And then we have to match up. Maybe after each round, we get, we get to guess uh, like who is with who uh, and then see uh, like who's right at the end. I like it. I think that's good. It'd be a simple one. Okay. I'm right. going to put that together if I'm, if I'm guessing with you, but I like that. Okay. All right. Uh, Kiva, do we have anything that was submitted by the listeners? Yeah, we got plenty of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, Scott, Robin if you have any questions about the week in Fallon, uh, please let yeah. us know. We can answer them. Anything. Blake Shelton, <laughs> what he's up to, Machine Gun Kelly, Ryan Rudolph. Seth Rogen. We will let you know. Yeah. You know I'll, I'll make sure to write them to you after I listen. I don't want to get redundant. On, Do you uh, think Seth Rogen was in person or on Zoom? Ooh. Um, I was going to guess Zoom. Yeah. 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 He was on Zoom. Blake Shelton, in person or on Zoom? Ooh, I feel like Blake Shelton is willing to go anywhere in person. No, <laughs> no, no. He even did a music video yeah. on Zoom too. Scally, oh wow. <laughs> did you watch the Adele special? I did not, yeah. unfortunately. I've seen clips, but I have not watched the full special. Okay. So a little on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Robin Akiva or Chugi is Katie's idea. And we're Chugi. Okay. Chugi. Okay. 
This is a fantastic law offered idea. She says, as a 30 year old millennial, I loved when you had Phil Tion a few years ago to talk about millennial phrases. However, in the past few years, I feel like I'm further, falling further and further behind in what the kids are saying these days. Can, can we get a TikTok Nicole or other Gen Z person to come on and explain Gen Z things? We'd all benefit and learn something. Also, remember when people unironically said on fleet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember that. It wasn't yeah. that long ago. So sometimes uh, the yeah uh, the younger people, uh, the Gen Z, uh, can feel like that the millennials, uh, uh, like Brian Scally, is, is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I would say so. Um, <laughs> that sometimes they, they feel what about like me. You world's oldest millennial, Akiva. Yeah, true. I'm one um, of them, though. They are like, uh, you know, it's very like uh, that for a young person to say that a, mm-hmm. such, you know, you're such a like a, a millennial being so chuggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's taken on uh, not as positive. I feel like it, it changed where like millennial used to be bad and like these like young, irresponsible people. And now it's like, ugh, millennials are like old and out of touch. As that mm-hmm. also. So mm-hmm. uh, it has gone both ways. I feel like we never really got our uh, spot to shine, mm-hmm. but there's like a, I like the pitch. I think it has a good name mm-hmm. and uh, there's new words every day on TikTok. Do people, so. do people still say Chugi or is Chugi over also? I feel like Chugi was over when Chugi started. Like Chugi yeah. itself is a Chugi word. DOA. Yeah, DOA. Yeah. DOA. <laughs> wow. Chugi was DOA. Yeah. So like it's a it's a catchy title, but at the same time, like it uh, you know, it satisfies what they're trying to exclaim what, on the I podcast. Got burned so badly on Twitter the other day that somebody <laughs> uh a, a young woman dragged me on Twitter that she said uh at Rob Sesternino talking to Jordan Kalish about No Bones Day is the most boomer thing ever. <laughs> wow. I did see the tweet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, it's yeah, you it? missed it by you missed it by literal weeks. It's over. It's it was over. I'll, I'll be honest. I was I was against Bones Day from the minute I saw it. I feel bad yeah. for the guy and the dog. Why? Well, I just thought, like, well, you're, you're, you're over. Zoe, done. We're moved on. Nobody cares I mean, about you. never been a thing, no, Nobody cares about you and your dog anymore. <laughs> his, never old, been a thing. his old, decrepit dog. Nobody, now mm-hmm. can't even talk about it? Sure, he's got a lot I mean, of followers. Nobody cares about the dog? Yeah, he got, like, ten minutes of fame, let alone five. So, <laughs> like, uh, you know, he came out ahead. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying, where things go super fast on, like, especially TikTok. There is a new trend every day. Something is old that used to be new constantly. So yeah, I think uh, maybe you, know, you could do exactly. You could do, you know, Robin Akiva or Chugi even more often. And there would be mm-hmm. plenty of words that you would be introduced to. I would be happy to be Chugi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we strive for Chuginess. I would love to get it like uh, for mm-hmm. Chugi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. If someone wants to put that together create a pitch or something i'm I'm up for that all right akiva what else robin akiva cooking this is from clayton we're cooking mm-hmm. after hearing rob uh get heated about how terrible stew is on the survivor Fe- feedback podcast i think an episode of rob akiva i bet akiva, you i bet you love stew i love stew, mm-hmm. love stew. i love people named stew mm-hmm. I love yeah. eating stew because uh, so you, you a, said you yeah. you said uh you know famously uh like mm-hmm. uh that you know you'll you'll eat whatever it's like uh just kind of like uh like uh oh here's some here's some old meat throw it in a pot 
<laughs> like go eating old meat. <laughs> yes. Well, first of all, like what I can eat is very limited because of kosher. So yes. I'm already like not Mister. Like oh yeah, throw an octopus on the grill. I'm good. Sure. Okay. Well, that's you know that you know me. You know, Josh and Josh and Emily were talking about eating octopus on the Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast. Oh well, this week. you know that's not that's not mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so basically, I think uh, Clayton wants food takes, but I have a different idea. Yeah. You are going to hate. Yeah. Anyway, is it, is it we, eating food on the podcast? Even better slash worse. I really think you're yeah. going to say no, but I want you to really, you know, Scally, right. have my back here. If, if you, Scally if thinks it's a good a good idea, I'll, I'll consider it. I think you should cook for an episode of Renette. I think we should like talk about the food and then like you cook it on the episode while we're like talking and then at the end okay. you eat it and you have to talk about food the whole time. Mm. So uh, am I am I podcasting from my kitchen? Am I am I like hold it? Am I like wearing like a lavalier microphone and then I'm co- I'm cooking? Like I've had, I think like, like, like most of the episode is upstairs, but then like we'll maybe we'll record some audio while cooking. I will cook it too, I, and I do not even know how to make pasta. Okay, now. I think that you're implying, like, uh, because I, I don't like to talk about food on the podcast, that I don't know how to cook. Uh, no, I know you know how to cook. Yeah. But you don't like, you don't. Robin and Keeper are cooking. We both cook and then we like talk about. Scally, like, is we this, talk about the food. Does this sound interesting at all? Um, well, this is hard because I know you famously hate talking about food. And, I, I do. Um, <laughs> for, for the record, I, I think food is is boring, and mm-hmm. um, like uh, I don't mind. Like uh, I'll talk about it, but that what I don't like is that mm-hmm. I don't like getting dragged about what I said about food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I looking at it from two lenses. I didn't like where you like about broccoli. <laughs> where um like Puya will do a cooking stream and like that is its own thing where it's very visual and like that's fun you can check in and like interact but um and i don't know how it would be for a podcast necessarily in terms yeah. of just like what hearing the ladle like, like hit the sides yeah, of the throwing like, onions pot. in a pan like <laughs> <laughs> but um at the same time i feel like you guys uh shine in your banter and it leaves lots of opportunity just for talking about whatever you want and pretty free form so i can see it from that angle as well mm-hmm. uh ultimately i don't know what the cooking really adds I, just, I don't think it's a banter. good idea like i don't think it's a good idea for uh, uh a conversation okay i think it might be fun but mm-hmm. listen you want to what would we throw cook? cold water on on it what would, uh, what would we i think have? maybe we'd have like a bracket of things to cook or, or like listener suggestions mm-hmm. i don't know spaghetti mm-hmm. and meatballs you think i could handle it had to be something i could handle and i could handle spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> i mean what are we like what well, we're making the meatballs like we're like uh i mean do you like, want to like, keep your we got like i got like a, like my hands in a bowl of chopped meat like, like making the uh, meatballs during a podcast uh, art is paying, Rob. You got sometimes you got to do stuff like that. I, I, don't know. I don't even know why, but why would anybody listen to this? Like, yeah, okay, that's fair. Well, what, why? Yeah. What is it like? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, um, like I feel like that maybe if like we like baked a cake or something. Like, I feel like that's mm-hmm. like that's like uh, we did it like before the podcast. I, I don't know. Right. It's just like, but why? Why? What? For what? Okay, maybe maybe that's not the idea. All right, here's another one that just came in from Mike. It's called RNA Need a College Athlete. Meet a college Rob, athlete. They need a college athlete. Need, uh, need a college okay, athlete. So okay, so we were gonna we were gonna sponsor a college athlete. We we didn't end up putting it, we took it off the wheel. But Scally and Rob, yeah. People multiple people sent this in. Okay. 
There is an Australian freshman point guard at a small Division One school who's having a really good season. Okay, He's second in all of college basketball in assists, and he might potentially have a future in the NBA. Okay, Sam Vicenti, who covers the NBA draft of the Athletic, has tweeted about him many times. Based on social media followers, he's yet to blow up. So it's possible you guys get him on a podcast, though I haven't heard anything from him or seen anything about him on social media that he would be interesting, but you could try. This athlete's name, this NBA prospect point guard from Australia, Aaron Armstrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think? Should we try and sponsor Aaron Armstrong and get him on the podcast? He's a good old Australian bloke. Maybe he has a sense of humor. He's willing to come I mean, on. Can we just get him on a mailbag? Do we have to make an episode about this? No, no, we can get him on the mailbag. Yeah. I mean, and are we willing to sponsor him? We'll give him some, uh, uh, some, some, some. How much money do we have to get his yeah. way? I don't know. We'll, we'll talk to his people. The problem is, I think he just blew up. We probably, like, yeah. it, it's bad that he's good. It actually would have been better for us if he wasn't an NBA mm-hmm. prospect. Yeah. I mean, Scally, will people be mad when we advertise that Taron Armstrong is going to be on the mailbag and it's not that Taron Armstrong? Uh, you know, I think people may think it's funny. Like, they'll uh, be in on the bit. I don't think people would be too, mm-hmm. too upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, should we ask him, like, a lot of, like, big brother questions? That would be funny. And then, like, the out-of-context Twitter uh, account could be, like, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, Big Jeff is the greatest player in Big Brother history. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Could we get yeah. him to say a few things for the out-of-context? Yeah. It's worth it for that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. like already on board mm-hmm. sign eight <laughs> yeah um my favorite player is um mm-hmm. who did uh, i love from season yeah. 16 the jewish girl from florida oh victoria <laughs> victoria victoria's <laughs> smartest star. i've ever met yeah yeah um okay um well let's see if we can get for the mailbag uh what, what else you got akiva anything okay i uh, yes yeah, so we have that robin akiva are cooking what else robin akiva joined the mob you want to join the mob how so I don't know. They want us to like talk about our like what our mob flash names mob? would be and stuff yeah. like that. I think flash mob is is that's bad. Is that, it's it's beyond chuggy at this point. Flash mobs are <laughs> oh okay gone forever. Uh, Robin Akiva, this is from Madison. Robin Akiva build a theme park. We we go on the the we play the game roller coaster tycoon. Mm-hmm. We build a theme park there. It sounds um, fun, but I don't know if it's a podcast. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a fun thing to do when you're bored. So we I've basically like we're, we're we're talking about like Robin Akiva land, and then we're like making all the rides. Yeah, well, that's what that's what the game is. But I don't think it would be a fun podcast. I think it would just be fun to play. Um, like it would probably be a fun streaming game. I disagree. Like a yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, maybe uh, perhaps. Uh, but I wonder maybe if we get like listener submissions for like what the attractions should be at Robin Akiva Land. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's like a Wheel of Death yeah. or something. Might be uh, like save it for the next variety pack, but we'll probably never get that. Okay, again. a fish bowl yeah. in there. Yeah, I already yeah. forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's cool. <laughs> What what about what about um? Well, I had another one that I love. Yeah. Um, Robin, he revived the nineties. No, get toyed. No. What, what, what do you mean get toyed? Oh, here's here's one. I don't know. Here, here's here's one. How does that one go? I'm intrigued. <laughs> we watched the movie Toy Story, then the movie Demonic Toys, and then the movie Child's Play. No, we're not watching like three movies. Well, they want. Well, actually, the pitch from one. Was Robin Akiva watched the thir- first thirty minutes of Toy Story? The also, middle thirty minutes. Of the also, Toys. first off, let's just go back to Robin Akiva get toyed is not a good name for a podcast. That is not. <laughs> that also, was not. That was. That was. Was this from Juan? Juan. Juan. Mm-hmm. That. Um. Yeah. I. That, I don't think we need to do that. And also, 
there's no way I'm watching Child's Play. You know, Chucky <laughs> is just wait, waiting for me to talk about. It. I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know about okay. the SEO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this is uh, from Anonymous. There's no name. Uh, but they Those say finally the do the ideas. sour ones episode already. Yeah. Get a guest interview and eat five progressively sour items. Can't be too hard to create a list of sour items. I can think of a few off my head. It's a great idea. Just do it. Okay. So five sour things, I think, is a lot more. Mad. We were talking about like churn sour things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we need a, uh, like, we need a big guest for that. Like, um, yeah. you know, that would be like the Kyle Chandler episode if we ever got him. Right. Like, uh, it's not like, okay, we're going to do sour ones. And, and, uh, this week on Saturday, like, uh, okay, jo- Jordan Kalish is here. What about Taryn? <laughs> Uh, which one which isn't big enough to carry yeah i don't think he can carry sour ones i think we could get how about this we put sour ones with taron armstrong on the wheel Mm -hmm. we try and get the nba guy the college basketball player sorry yeah yeah Yeah, the college basketball player says no we get taron armstrong and if they both say yes we get both of them Hmm. i mean sour uh, ones with taron armstrong taron does uh notoriously like plain yogurt uh would you say that that is that is that sour I do not have a large history with plain yogurt, so I can't really give that, you the that, flavor that, profile. That, would you say that's sour, Akiva? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think it's sour. Is, I don't even think it would be number one. Well, you don't even think it's not even sour. It, it, is that more sour cream? Is plain yogurt sour? Mm-hmm. I mean, if it goes bad, mm. it probably tastes sour. This is what, well, uh, done, yes. Okay, Food <laughs> Republic says, uh, why does yogurt taste sour? Um, for some, uh, okay. Uh, with such a high volume of active bacteria chugging away, the end result becomes uh, supremely tangy, but for some that sour taste is anything but tasty. So many flavor varieties of yogurt come adorned with additives ranging from honey to fruit preserves to balance out the flavor. Mm -hmm. So plain yogurt is sour. So maybe we start off with plain yogurt, but then we do like five more sour things. Yeah. I'm sure there's a metric to like, what's like the, mo- what's the, what's are. the most sour thing? A lemon? Pro- yeah, probably a lemon. What is the most like sour food? Or, or would it be a warhead? Sour? Yeah, I think we, I think we Google this once and it's a warhead. The most sour food in the world is toxic waste candy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going for that. <laughs> is it? Is it? Uh, is toxic waste candy kosher? Do we know? No, I think we checked that out and it wasn't. <laughs> I think. I think that was one of the issues with that with the podcast was it's not kosher. Thirteen lip puckering sour foods: citrus fruits. Mm-hmm, okay, that's tam- fine. Tamarind, not ta- mm-hmm. taranin. That's a real. That's yeah. a real thing. A rhubarb. Mm-hmm. Tart cherries. That was only in pies. Yeah. Okay. Gooseberries. Yeah, right. Cranberries. You ever ever okay. cranberries are gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh but because it like cranberry sauce is good because there's so much sugar in it. Mm-hmm. Vinegar. Oh. You probably have to do like a shot of vinegar. Shot of vinegar, okay. <laughs> That's like round three. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Kimchi. Okay. It's like it's good probiotics. Yeah. Sauerkraut. I never did realize sauerkraut is sour. It didn't occur to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 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 If you get the juice, yeah. Yogurt. Okay. It's the one of the most? That's number, number 10. 10. Is yeah. this an order of I sourness? I don't think it's an order. Oh, okay. Kefir. That keeps kefir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um, pickles. Kombucha. 
and Japanese apricots. Are pickles sour? I, I sour, sour pickles are sour, baby. I yeah. guess so. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Okay. But to, like on Zoom, it would be tough to get all these foods to the guests. We'd have to send them like uh, like some sort of like a uh, Packet, sour box. This episode yeah, of Audio Podcast Podcast is sponsored by our friends over at Sourbox. Uh, for the <laughs> longest time, Akiva, it has been very mm-hmm. hard to uh, get sour foods. Sure, you can get one or two of them, but it's hard to get a bunch of sour foods to eat at one time. Uh, that's not the case anymore with Sourbox. Uh, Nicole and I, uh, you know, we love sour foods, and it's so hard to get uh, all of the sour flavors that we like all at one time until a uh, sour box. Wow. Uh, the most specific product ever. I love it. Um, you would have the corner on the market. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> I'm going to try and fast track baggage and um, sour ones this week. Uh, you want one more? Or you want to go to the mailbag? Oh, it's a, a quick one. Okay. It's called uh, siblings are dating. There's an Instagram account called siblings are dating that shows lots of pictures involving two people and they are either siblings. You know about this Adira? Don't, why do you know about that? My kids know about this. Siblings, and either siblings are dating. Are dating. Hold on. We, have a, we have the king of Twitter here, uh, Brian Scale. Mm-hmm. You know about siblings are dating? Well, this is an Instagram account. Siblings or dating. Siblings so what it or. Does, so that's a big yes. difference, Akiva. <laughs> <laughs> I, did I say siblings are dating? Listen, I'm well, I said very fast. Yeah. Um, and show it, so it will show a picture of two people in a pose, which is like ambiguous, uh, mm-hmm. that usually you would not expect to see siblings in, uh, but you might be surprised at a lot of the answers. So to it's be an honest. Instagram account or it's a Twitter account. I believe it's an Instagram account. It's okay. an Instagram account. It may be both, but definitely I've seen it on Instagram. Okay. All right. And so, and so what you're going to get, we need the listeners to send in their siblings or dating pictures. I don't, I, don't, I think that's a lot of work. I think we just play it maybe in a mailbag or something. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. You're encouraging some weird pictures from the listeners. <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> like I don't need them taking new pictures. <laughs> yeah, I don't, want to, I don't want to see their siblings. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, did we green light anything? I think the closest thing we came to green lighting was uh, the uh, five spot. Yeah, put no, we got in a few crappy, things in the crappy, uh, movie, crappy diaper. movie diaper. We got the five spot, and I think baggage and sour ones. I'm going to really try and fast track this week, so we fill up the wheel. What, what are you going to do for sour ones? I'm going to have someone reach out to the basketball player Taryn Armstrong. Yeah, and I'm going to have someone reach out to the podcaster Taryn Armstrong. Mm-hmm. And we'll also crowdsource. Like, we'll figure out five foods that are like easily sendable mm-hmm. to you know a person if we have to send it to them. Mm-hmm ourselves and then we'll then we'll do it we'll finally do sour ones okay and that could become something and also i'll get shows for like you said for the five the five spot okay all right i think that's a good mechanism the five spot i think that's a good I idea think, what, what do you mean you're gonna get shows i feel like people should send them in yeah yeah send them in like uh you know uh regis and not regis r.i.p uh uh mm-hmm. what's his name kelly, kelly first yeah, now yeah uh Kelly and uh, Ryan, Ryan Seacrest, Kelly and Ryan, and uh, you know Jeff Probst famously he really wanted to. I mean, if it was Kelly and Jeff, Survivor might be off the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well then, thank God for for uh, Ryan Seacrest, mm-hmm. who will one day steal Kelly Ripa's job. Mark my words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who will he host with? Probably someone we don't even we can't even think of right now. Somebody, that, yeah, some, like some some new young ingenue. Probably like Shiv from Succession. Shiv from Succession? No way. She's Australian, so it'd be like Ryan and Sarah Snook. No way. You don't think so? No way. Be like Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Went on her downfall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
All right. What if it's like Ryan and Kelly Clarkson? He keeps the name, but it's Kelly Clarkson instead of Kelly Ripa. Mm, smart. Okay. Kelly She's Kapowski. a good talk show host. Yeah. She was yeah, on uh, That's right. My Jam this week. You want, uh, Scott, mm-hmm. you watch That's My Jam? I do not. Mm. I do not watch. <laughs> so. Okay. Are, are you mm-hmm. going to check out, uh, out. The, uh, the cover band battle from Jimmy Fallon? Uh, was not planning to, but mm-hmm. I will say, uh, you know, I'll at least look it up now. It's okay. a cute name for a, sh- for a cute idea for a show, I think. Like, yeah, I'd watch bands, it. I, like bands, yeah. I think in 2002, it would have been very big. I think oh. now it's like we're we're out on it. Okay, can like I give is. you the update also? So uh, my kids, uh, they were binging. They binged all of Full House last week. Did I, mean, did I say last week yes. on the podcast that they then binged all of Fuller House? Mm, I think that was like the destination they were going, but no. Yeah. So they, so they watch full, they watch fuller. They watch they most of family matters, full house. And then fuller house. Did they like fuller house? Or was it a little yeah, too? They grown loved up? It. No, they loved it. They loved it also. Okay. They What's next? Uh, they went back to, and they're back to start on full house. They're rewatching full house. Yeah. There's like an endless amount of shows out there. Yeah. They're really, they're rewatching <laughs> uh full house. Okay, Look. kids love us. It really holds up. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way into it. Okay, all right. Uh, season three, episode seven is in the mix. Uh, coin flip, the crappy movie diaper, uh, guest choice. Oh, Scally, you have a lot of power on, on a wheel that's uh, dummy thin right now. Uh, then uh, Robert Q. read a kid's book commentary. We're yep. going to talk about Willy Wonka. The yep. human lie detector is out there. Mm-hmm. Fiverr goes west. Love it. Snick shows are trash. And we put on the wheel last week, the Renap recap, where we are going to recap an old episode of, of Renap. <laughs> We're going to listen and we'll make fun of ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From the, it's going to be from the first 100, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. First 50? First 50. First an old 50. One. We'll, okay. go, we'll go back in the time. How will we decide? I think maybe we'll have a vote. We'll like pick 10 and we'll let the listeners vote or something. Okay. Are we letting them vote on 10 things? I mean, you you do a Google Forms thing and you have more than, you know. All right. So, a skinny wheel. Mm -hmm. Let's see what comes up here uh, for episode number 158. Here we go. Episode 158 is going to be, oh, Snick shows our trash. Okay. Very. That came uh, up. That was uh, one of the things that came up. And I believe it was in the episode from the uh, Twitter spaces mailbag a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Oh, that made it though. I believe that did make it. Okay, fine. So yeah, we have an idea. If you have any shows, like you must watch those shows. Scally, were you a Snick guy? I was a Snick guy as a kid. Uh, you know, there's like the Amanda show and all that. Like those were, uh, I feel like staples of our childhoods. Okay. Snick shows from and Rob. Did you completely miss Snick? I remember it being on, but I wasn't like a, a huge. You're too cool for it. Yeah, I <laughs> still am. No. Um, still- so uh, <laughs> maybe your kids would like all that. Maybe. So I uh, so here's let me give you from Wikipedia Snick from 1992 through the summer of 2001. Okay, mm-hmm. let me, let yeah, me, I was there. So they started off the, that uh, with Clarissa explains it all. Uh, we okay. talked about uh, Melissa Joan Hart uh, has come up in the past. Roundhouse, The Adventures of Pete and Pete, Ren and mm-hmm. Stimpy. Is that canon yeah. of, of Snick? 
I don't ever think of that as a. Are you afraid of the dark? Secret World of Alex Mack. Mm -hmm. Love that. All that space cases. Keenan and Kel. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mystery Files of Shelby Woo, Kablam, Kablam. Animorphs, Angry Beavers, Mm -hmm. Rugrats? Is Rugrats part of the SNCC canon? I don't think of Rugrats as that thing. Like, love Rugrats, but I don't associate it with SNCC. No one knows Mm -hmm. best. The Amanda Show, uh, 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, at this point, I'm out. I'm like in high school. (laughs) Great show. Yes, yes. (laughs) Tricky was pushing for it. And uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, they even have uh, here included as uh, SNCC canon. Not Nick Cannon. Okay. I think Are You Afraid of the Dark is a lot. I think we're definitely going to do that one. That lasted a very long time, also. Uh, And then we'll figure it out for the other ones. Okay. Uh, Akiva, you you're go. not going to be afraid of Are You Afraid of the Dark? I mean, I watched it then. I'm sure it'll be a little spooky, but I'll, you know, I'll, uh, I'll you know, maybe I'll bring like a stuffed animal I could hold or something. So I'm not okay. too scared. All right. I'll figure it out. Are we going to do season three, episode seven of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, are these available? Are we, you know, yeah. with, with some of these shows, it's whatever we find is, yeah. you know. Season three, we'll, episode we'll seven of Are You Afraid of the Dark? The new girl in town makes friends uh, buying a magic stone, which caused her to go back in time to the 1890s to meet another lonely child who lived in the house. It'd be mm-hmm. spooky. It yeah. is spooky. Yeah. yeah, probably watch Secret Life of Alex Mack and then maybe either all that or probably all that. Well, there's probably a lot of meat on the, all that bone. Okay. Yeah. All right. You think hell's good too, though? Yes. Yeah, that is it's good. It's hard. Good. It's hard. All right. There's a uh, lot of good shows here. Uh, Akiva, just uh, tie it all together. Uh, mm-hmm. So, what? This is your trivia question to end the show. Was mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon ever a cast member of SNL with Keenan Thompson? Mm, gonna say no. Yeah, I'm gonna. Let's, let's, I bet it's close. Uh, I bet. I bet Fallon leaves like a Is year. Is he in your twenty, Keenan? Keenan's uh, first year on SNL is gonna be on. It's gonna show up. Uh, see, this is hard because it's gonna have his filmography. Because Jimmy uh, Fallon left to do like Taxi and stuff, right? Like, yeah. I don't think he like went straight. Yeah. To so Keenan joins in 2003, and so yeah, Fallon's got to be gone by then. Mm-hmm. No, Fallon's there. Fallon's there till '04, so they did overlap. Aha! Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, just like in real life, the podcast overlaps from Five Nights at Fally's to Keenan Thompson. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Perfect mm-hmm. symmetry. All right, Brian Scally, what What's coming up next for you? Uh, well, I just we had a crossover challenge podcast where Ooh. myself and Matt Ligori talked with Brian Cohen about both the challenge 37 and the challenge all stars Two, mm-hmm. which is shaping up to be a great season. So we got to talk about that, which was posted on both uh, the wrap ups feed and the Dom and Holland podcast. Which feed. challenge season are you preferring right now? Uh, all stars Two, all stars by two. far. Okay. Yeah, the challenge thirty-seven. Uh, we're nearing the end, thankfully. Um, I think it's so wild. Too. I think about this like, like, what if like Survivor started doing like, okay, we're gonna have the, mm-hmm. the version that's on CBS, but then also yep. we're gonna do all-star seasons that are gonna be on Paramount. They should Plus. do it. No Jeff Probes, Tyler Perry hosts. It'll be great. Yeah. 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 I think uh, you know Paramount is looking to. I think I just saw that it was like one of the fastest growing brands in like the country right now Ooh. or in the world. So uh, you know Paramount is trying to get tons of original content. And I don't think it's impossible. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
What about well, I don't think Ro- it's Robin, Robin Akiva? Recap the Paramount Plus library. Mm-hmm. Put it, put it on the wheel. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I think uh, I would not be super surprised if we see uh, some Survivor and other CBS alumni showing Especially up. Especially if you Paramount have a, tw- a twenty-six day season of Survivor. Like, I, I definitely mm-hmm. think they could do a third Survivor season in the year. It is a really good idea. Does, do a Summer Survivor. Call it Summer Survivor. But does TJ do, Lavin do, all, do all of them, Scally? He does. He hosts both the all-star season and the regular season. Mm-hmm. But he's not the showrunner. It's a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so talking about the challenge over there again on the Dom and Colin podcast feed and then anything else I'm doing, I'll put out on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. At Machine Gun uh, Scally on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, can we at least try it for this week, Machine Gun Scally? <laughs> you had to change the the display name. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, can we at least call you that? Okay, yeah, you can go for that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, A- MGS. Okay, there we go. There you go. All right, and then Uncle Kiwi, one of the busiest guys uh, around. What's coming mm-hmm. up for you this week? Got a lot of podcasts. I'm actually going to record 32 fans right now. Whoa! The second we finish, uh, hopefully the, Chester's not still waiting week for me. Eleven preview. No, it's too late to do that. We're gonna we're gonna talk NBA. We're gonna talk NBA right in the, now. In the, in the group chat, people are saying, "Hey, it's too late. Drop too late. Yeah. You can't drop them on Saturday night. It's a fair. It's a yeah, fair. What take. do you think of Gardner Minshew starting for the Eagles? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that probably doesn't help the Jets one way yeah, or the other. Gardner but, um, Minshew uh, lit up the Jets a couple of years ago. That's true. Mm. Um, he might have our number. Yeah. So got. I got a lot of podcasts this week and uh, who knows? Who knows what else is uh, going on in my life? I'm not sure. Hanukkah is almost over. Mm -hmm. We do on the, on the last day of Hanukkah, it's my daughter's birthday or the second last day. And so we have a tradition where, because there's a lot of donuts on Hanukkah. So we go to like a million different donut stores. We get like one or two donuts that look fun from every store and we make a donut cake. The whole family. How do you make a donut cake? See that? Maybe that yeah, might no, be like it's not a real cake. We yeah. just pile them. We just yeah. pile them. I mean, uh, look, I, I, I don't, don't like want to infringe on uh, Maya Rudolph and Andy Samberg, but how do you make a donut cake? And we just pile the donuts. We just pile up like twelve fun, like you know, unique. Like how many layers donuts. is that? It's probably like twelve donuts or something. 12, so it's like it's like four. It's like three rows of uh, four donuts. Yeah, we just pile them as high as they s- can go. Do the you slice it? We don't slice the cake. We we put candle in the top donut, and then everyone and then, has and then a donut. You take your donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun tradition, okay. family tradition. We started. All right, the donut cake. It's like the most walking. It's like the most shopping I do all year. We go to like twelve different donut stores. Wow. I mean, there are a lot of them are close to each other, but mm-hmm. yeah, okay, a lot of effort. All right, well, that's a nice story. I complain by the fourth one. I'm already complaining. Just, mm-hmm. just you should all know if people are like disappointed that I'm leaving the house. Yeah, because you could probably say like, "Hey, like, why don't we get six donuts at this place and six <laughs> donuts at this place?" The next yeah. one. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, I say things like that, and everyone's like, "Dad, you're ruining, you're, you're it. ruining all the fun." Uh huh. Yeah, true. I'll believe it. I, I know leave. how that goes. I know how that mm-hmm. goes. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well, this was very fun here today. Five Nights at Valley's. Uh, I'll be talking about. Uh, going to be watching uh, some other uh, shows. I'm going to be watching uh, Selling Sunset. For Netflix this week, you ever watch Old that season? Are you watching it? No, I'm gonna watch uh, three episodes. Scal, you watch Selling Sunset? Selling Sunset is a blind spot for me. I have not watched it. Um, one day binge. Okay. I feel like we'd like it, but yeah, yeah, there's only so much. I wish I could just like 
put like a like a Men in Black style thing to my head and like, okay, now I've seen the show. Well, like, no, the Men in Black thing will erase the shows that you've seen. You want like a Matrix. Well, I'd like to thing. do that with like Loss or something, and like, oh, yeah. I want to watch Loss. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you want to look at look at the light. Okay, now you didn't yeah. see Loss, right? Uh, you know, but, the, you but then the you'd point. be like, oh, I really want to check out Lost. <laughs> we do it for the last couple seasons you watch of some it again. shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta yeah. like then, and then you got to So you got to get Men in Black, and then you also got to get like mementoed and like tattoo on your arm. Like, don't watch Lost. Right. Don't only watch the first few seasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't listen if Mike Bloom says no. You should keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Selling Sunset. Uh, Chappelle and I are going to be watching that on Nothing But Netflix uh, this week. Age Welch and Geneva Guadalupe are going to join us uh, on to talk Selling Sunset and a bunch of great Survivor podcasts uh, this week. And uh, of course, uh, you know where to find all that at Rob's website dot com. All right. Akiva. Mm-hmm. Great job by you. Uh, speaking of the men in black, you know what time it is. Time for your 32 fans co-host to sing us out once again. Here at the end of another week of Robin Community Podcast, we'll be talking next week as we... What are we doing next week? I already forgot. We <laughs> forgot something. Something. Okay. It's going to be great. It's going to be... Snick shows are trash. Snick shows are trash. Snick shows are trash next week. It's going to be Robin iconic. Community Podcast. Bye. Alright, check it. Let me tell you this in closing. Although it might seem imposing, but trust me. Wardrobe for Robin Akiva Need a Podcast is sponsored by Michael Strahan's line of clothing at the Men's Warehouse. Uh, Michael Strahan's line of clothing, hashtag raise the game. And support for Robin Akiva Need a Podcast is also provided by Sourbox. Have you gotten all your sour foods in one place? Check out sourbox.com. Use promo code R A A N A P. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus